yeah okay uh thank you yeah oh yeah that that be great uh next suit yeah sure okay okay yeah uh that was denis villeneuve we're now cast in dune sweet <laughs> awesome <laughs> are we now yeah i'm we, playing we, the sandworm we've been cast a, in dune what a bit <laughs> <laughs> i've been working on that all week I wow hope, i hope you can tell yes uh i'm brandon t mcclure with me as always is ryan james Eliopoulos. it's me i'm that guy sparks i am sparks ben i am the magnet Ben the Magnet. Magnet. <laughs> yeah. What episode is it? Did you say one thirty-two? Oh my God, we made it. Yeah, we did. We have made it. Are we to older? What? What's our what's? Are the we older here? than the uh, oldest tortoise on the planet now? Do we know? Old? I think he's in his like hundreds. I think we're older than him. We're only three years old. No, we're not three years. One hundred three. One hundred thirty some episodes though. Are we not three years old yet? No, no. no. We've only had it? two anniversaries. <sighs> this our year, this our year's third one's third. coming up, baby. Yeah. In like half a year. This summer. I gotta call Denny back. I gotta call Denny back. I was wrong. We have plans. Uh, (laughs) We're busy. Sorry. We're in the next Avatar movie. Sorry. I thought we were done. (laughs) Uh, Yes. This is the 132nd episode of the Fake Nerd Podcast. And uh, I almost introduced you guys again. That's okay. I'm really off my rocker this time. How was your guys' week? It was all right. Yo. It was pretty good. I have listened to so many podcasts this week because I'm I glad. started my new job this week, which I'm not going to say what it is because I don't want anybody to find me. Nope. Um... But I started my new job this week, and I have to commute, uh, and I've had a lot of morning shifts, so my commute has been uh, long, like an hour, 10 minutes. Yeah, that traffic. Um, so I've spent that time listening to a lot of podcasts, and I will give shout out because Downright Nerdy Podcast is a relatively new podcast that started in February, and they gave us a shout out on Instagram. So Heck yeah. I'd been keeping an eye on them because they launched on YouTube at the same time that they launched their audio podcast, and I wanted to see how they were doing. I checked out a couple of their episodes, and they're some really nice guys. They are very much a... They remind me a lot of us when we started, and they're very much like these guys who, like, in the first episode, he describes it as, yeah, we're just some guys, and I was going to the gym, and I was talking about nerd stuff at the gym, and all the people at the gym were like, you should do a podcast. And I was like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, that's, and that's them. Uh, and they're they're very nice. They're they're very friendly with... And what's uh, this one called? Downright Nerdy? Downright Nerdy Podcast. And they followed me, and I followed them. They're, they're, they're nice. Uh, oh, that's I, great. I will say... Um, if you agree with our opinions on most things that we say on here, you're probably not going to agree with 60% of the opinions they have over there. But oh, that's okay. Um, which I'm okay with because but they this gave is, us a shout out. They did. Uh, they, they listen apparently. Um, and that's awesome. I'm glad they do. Uh, it, it's the, I really do like listening to them. They're, they're new to it. So they're getting their legs and everything. But um, I like, so are we. So I are like we. <laughs> <laughs> 132. <laughs> Still new. Um, no, they, uh, it's the kind of thing where like I hear their opinions and it's nice to hear opinions because I get used to like our bubble. Yes. And it's nice to hear opinions that are completely different from mine, but they're not the kind that like infuriate me or anything. They're not they're, combative. No, no. Yeah. They're they're like, you know, oh, I this is how I felt about it. And it's oh, like, that's an interesting or like, uh, you know, Last Jedi was garbage, but Solo it was really good. Like Last Jedi really let me down. And I'm like, boy, I don't agree with that, but I respect that that's your opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and they and they have their reasons, and I know. can understand why yeah. they feel the way they do. And I think that's I think that's great. It's it's the kind of thing where like I could definitely like talk to you about this, and I don't feel like you'd attack me for having my opinion about it. I don't feel like I need to attack you for having yours either. You know, I talked to I was talking to someone. Uh, <coughs> Phil Better from the Phil Better podcast. Mm, yeah, yes, I've been dropped that one. I've been seeing that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, we were we were talking about oh I need to do something with that one I'm sorry Phil um, so uh, we were talking about and you know I was trying to describe my the, this show and I and I said you know what it's the it was the first time I've ever said it out loud but I've always felt this way it's as if I had brought my conversations at the comic book store 
to a podcast. Yeah. Huh. And and I, I I realized I was like, that's the show I wanted to make. Mm-hmm. I wanted to just uh, because I was leaving the, comic the conversations store. you and I would have. Yeah. Sure. I, I was I was leaving the comic book store and I was going to miss those conversations. So put four microphones mm-hmm. out and here we are yeah I, it, I wanted that but obviously more positive <laughs> I, I believe hey. ben and ryan are these kind of people too but you and i were certainly always the people who it's like we'd see a movie together and then we'd spend an hour outside the movie theater not walking to our cars yeah. standing there d- talking about the film yep being like oh man but we got so many things to say and, mm-hmm. and that's that's where this comes from yeah yeah, dude. yeah. um so downright nerdy Feel uh better. yeah i wanted to give a shout out to downright nerdy i've i've been listening to a couple of other podcasts uh waypoint who they don't need my plug You're they're welcome. doing fine ryan is uh, kind of caught me on to them. I've I've been listening to a lot of their things, uh, and I'm starting one that uh, possibly might have some potentially. I didn't tell you about this earlier, but we might we might like. I feel blindsided. Uh, this is a uh, my girlfriend's sister. Her friend is a host on a podcast called Capes and Japes. Um, oh yeah, they, yes, you they've been doing this. it for a little over a year. Capes and Japes uh, is they are two ladies who get together and they just do their whole episode. Each episode is just a dissection on one single comic book character. It's like so, a like every episode interview is like, with a nerd. Yeah, so yeah. every episode is like T'Challa, and the whole episode's about T'Challa. Rad. Yeah, yeah, and I, I gave them a couple of listens, and they're they're doing some interesting stuff. Again, like you know, it's interesting to hear like th- these voices. I don't get to hear a lot yeah. the, the way that totally. they go about things. Um, not necessarily in the different opinions way, but just the way that they they do things. It's like, oh, that's really neat. Yeah. Um. So, it'd be cool. We might we might talk to collab. them about doing some collabs I in love the future. Collabs. That'd be cool. And then outside of that, what else? Did happy I Death Day to you. We watched. Happy oh, we Death saw Day Happy Death. Oh my gosh. Give it the give it the praise. Yeah, we saw yeah. Happy Death Day to you. Go see that. Did you see both of them this week? Uh, we saw Happy Death Day a, a couple weeks ago. Oh, you didn't? Yeah, like a, like a uh, yeah. I I forgot. Okay. Yeah, we we watched it a couple weeks ago. Um, on Blu-ray, and then uh. We went and saw Happy Death Day to You just a few days ago. and I think both of those movies are really rad. Yeah, those uh, movies are I think fantastic. I, I'd have to watch Happy Death Day again, but I think I like Happy Death Day to You better now. No, I, I know I do. Uh, that, 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 movie, that movie literally speaks to me. So if you saw Happy Death Day, or even if you didn't and you're vaguely familiar, uh, it's a slasher horror movie. Uh, Happy Death Day to You is not, and I just want you to know that, and it's totally worth going to see because it is a sci-fi comedy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 100%. Did you stay through the credits to see the post-credits? Yeah. <laughs> yeah i almost i told ryan i'm like i almost don't want them to do anything with it i wanted to just be a be a post credits to just be like hey you know yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah. just who cares you know what it reminded me of uh there's the credits to 22 jump street it's literally a 10 minute montage of them making sequels up to like 40 jump street and where they're in space fighting aliens it just as jokes for sequel movies and i'm like obviously they're never gonna make these movies and i felt the same way with that we're like man they're really setting up a ballsy silly thing and i they don't have to it's like a really good high budget what you'd want a sci-fi original movie to be yeah 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 it's yeah, it's perfect. like that and i'm like this is crazy the comparison i made was like if you you go from evil dead you skip evil dead 2 straight to army of darkness it's just this is this is there's barely horror elements clear, at all clear horror into absurdity. So and I, so I. What think, a genre switch! Yeah. I think I like. I, I do. I do. I like Happy Death Day better mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, than Happy Death Day to you. Um, <clears throat> but Happy Death Day to you is such a bonkers. It's like, so bonkers. Like it's so. Like props to the director for wanting to take it into a different direction. Yeah, he like one hundred percent broke formula. Yeah, like yeah, you're not going to see Halloween do this. No, you're not. You're you're it, this this thing just went. Hey, uh, 
what if we just did what like i couldn't have predicted how this movie was no. gonna go no i couldn't have especially because the way it starts Oof. is very different in the trailers Thank goodness yeah. the marketing. Oh is yeah, the so marketing doesn't misleading. tell you the trailer. Crap. Like when we first saw the trailer, there's one second of of a science machine. Of and a we're science like, machine, and we're interesting. like, Ryan and I could, if you'd asked us on the spot, we would have said, "Well, that's in the third act." Yeah, that's the beginning nope. of the movie. That's the movie. It starts most like, of, most hey, of the trailer is, is the beginning of the movie. Yeah, it's. It's it's a great time at the movies, and again, because it's such a small, low budget Blumhouse movie, it's already made its money back hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And Jessica Roth, who's the, she's so she's really freaking so talented good. and funny, so and most her, of the, I hope her she blows facial up. Facial expressions in the movie alone make that character. Yeah. Like, there's a bit where they're just like they full on. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, there's a Stargate episode, and for anyone who does know about this, I'm gonna probably give it away. Uh, there's a Stargate episode where they have to where they Groundhog Day it. It's a Groundhog Day Star Stargate episode. Yeah. Uh, they kind of rip that off in this movie. Mm-hmm. And there's a bit where she's doing her thing and it doesn't work. And she just kind of pulls down her shirt, big smile, and the shirt says FML. Mm-hmm. And I'm That's just like, yeah. you're the you're the best. Yeah. Yeah. You're just the uh, best. She, she she's so charismatic. It's unbelievable. Yeah. This yeah. the uh, oh man. Yeah. That movie is really really solid. Yeah. It's it's fully enjoyable. It it always is aware of what it's doing with its audience and that it's bringing its audience along for the ride. And it's got crazy emotional yeah. drama to yeah, it. Yeah, randomly, like, like it just in the middle, it'll be like, by the way, here's a deeply impactful and emotional scene, and you're like, whoa. Didn't you say there's <laughs> a bit... getting whiplash from this didn't, stuff. Didn't you say where it's just like, well, but doesn't that... And then the movie addresses a criticism that you just yeah, had. Yeah, so what it is is that uh, because it is a science comedy, they kind of established that it's minor spoilers. They establish how, they, they establish how things in the first movie happened and, and the main character and myself at the moment that they did that, I went, well, it kind of diminishes the first film a little bit, doesn't yeah. it? And the main character says, ah, yeah, doesn't that make what happened in the first film, like, essentially she's saying, "What doesn't that make it uh, kind of lame? And then the other, the other character is like, yeah, but is it any less meaningful? And then I'm like, dang, movie, yeah. you got me. <laughs> yeah. I wow, call me on it, why don't you? Yeah. Uh, definitely go see it if you haven't. Uh, check out Happy Death Day. Check out Happy Death Day to you. Uh, Written by Scott Lovedell. Don't see this without seeing the first one. Please. No, definitely uh, see the first one you please. really need to see the first one to see everything it's it's going for and what it's doing, but it's 100% second, worth it to see both of these. The second one is not written by Scott Lovedell. Oh, it's Scott not? Scott Lovedell. Okay. No, the second one is, co- is is solely written by the director of the first film. Okay. Uh, so the, this in this film, he becomes director and writer. Cool. Cool. Good for him. Yeah. Cool. Good for him. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, um, you to um say? I was sick half the week, so like I wanted to do more streaming stuff, but I just I just uh, c- couldn't couldn't do it, which is a shame. So I just uh I just hung out and yeah. sparks mostly. Yeah. I actually I have I feel like I haven't seen you much. Yeah. This week. Well I mean we're ships passing <laughs> well, in the night. I go to sleep at six in the morning, you wake up at six in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Ben, anything you want to touch on? Yeah, I actually did some media stuff. Um, Hell yeah. First and don't act so shocked. No, I'm I'm, I'm I'm not shocked, I'm just holding my breath. Is the is uh. the cat from Puss in Boots? Um, I finally beat Kingdom Hearts three storyline. I got. Oh my ult- god, yeah, that's right. Yep, I beat. I got the ultimate weapon. I beat the main story. I did the battle gates. I did it all. I had didn't hundred percent completed. Was but it as simple a clean as you expected? I forgot about this. Oh, we. I have words. All right, we'll get to it. So we will have. Uh, we'll get to when, it. when we finally do the Kingdom Hearts um, uh, special review special, yep. we'll get into it. But uh, I will not be a part of that. <laughs> Uh, Holy shit, guys. I'm, I'm not going to do any spoilers right now. I will tell you that what happened was very funny because I get a text from Ben and he's like, so I finished Kingdom Hearts 3 and he's tell- talking to me about it. And I'm like, yeah, you and I are going to need to like sit down and talk about this. And then about an hour after I get this text and it's from our friend Michael and he says, okay, I finished KH3, secret, secret ending and all. And uh, 
you effing what, mate? <laughs> like, actual what the effing what? Uh... Like what are we doing? None of the previous sacrifices mean anything, but now we're we're what? What was the message? And now what? What? Oh boy! I, uh, and then uh, he, he continues on. I'm trying to avoid the spoilers. Uh, <laughs> I'm you. so I'm just so completely lost right now. This is so many thematic loose ends flailing in the wind. I can't even wrap my head around it. I felt like I knew enough about the settings and the characters and the story to be following along all the way up until the end. And then I felt like my sanity completely left me. What What were the stakes? <laughs> Where were the tools? What price to be paid? I can't. I can't. Please help me. It, feels, it sounds Christ. like Animal Man when he watched... Not Animal Man. sounds like uh, Yellow Jacket, Hank Pym, when he was watching the multiverse collapse in on itself during... <laughs> Uh, during uh, Jonathan Hickman's Avengers oh, run. Oh, I'm like, where are we going with this? Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Be- because in, in, in Hickman's Avengers run, um, Yellowjacket goes subatomic to watch the multiverse, to go get help from the multiverse, and he's watching the Beyonders destroy each multiverse, <coughs> each personification yeah. of the, of each universe yep. until they all form to become the personification of the multiverse, which he also, and he <coughs> describes it to Reed Richards, and he's just like, I went insane yeah. from what I watched. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ne- needless to say, I think uh, when you finish Kingdom Hearts 3, Ben, ben will attest to this. Uh, it's the ending you want exactly. And then yep. it twists. And, and you're like, th- oh. And then it's Nomura, oh. and there's Nomura <laughs> extending his middle finger like, ha ha. Like, tro la 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 I like really if, if you listen to this and you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. But if you haven't, then <laughs> you'll get there, buddy. Don't worry. I, um, I really considered... Like I was like this close, like I'm just gonna stream all the games, but then I was like, hey, no, I'm not. No, <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> That's too many games. Uh, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm this close to like I'm gonna be playing Kingdom Hearts three in like the next couple weeks. All right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. Kingdom Hearts three is satisfying. It's like this is a good game. Yeah. This is a great. It's, game. it's the kind of thing you really can't talk about till you can talk about. Exactly. It. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. so weird. But besides beating Kingdom Hearts three, finally, I also watched uh, the Dragon Prince season two. I forgot that even came out. Yeah. Good job. I, I forgot it came out too as well. I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to watch it. Only nine episodes of half hours each. That's a each. fast turnaround. It was. When, the last one was like a couple months ago, right? Mm. Spark something out. I feel well, like there was only a couple months ago. Uh, uh, it wasn't a full year ago. It I definitely was less than a year. I think, Dreamwork, it, I think it was November. Dreamworks so Anima- close. Dreamworks Animation, what they what they do now is because initially they were supposed to have 13 episode seasons. Correct me if I'm wrong. The first season was eight. I want to say nine, but a, um, Dragon, Prin- Dragon Prince isn't DreamWorks. Yes, it is. No, nope. it's not. It is DreamWorks animation. No, it's not. The Dragon Prince, I'm, the I'm Netflix on this, original. Guys. Just keep talking. Yeah. It's At no- any rate, I'm pretty sure it's. It, there's no DreamWorks logo on there, buddy. I definitely saw a DreamWorks logo. No, there is not. At any rate, doing the no, there is not, and yes, there is. Yeah, it isn't getting but, us anywhere. But what I was saying is a lot of a lot of the the I'll just say animated shows that stream. It's not DreamWorks. It's not. Ben, who put it out? Uh, it's called Bardell Entertainment. It's coming through Netflix. Oh, so I was wrong. Um, so the, or sorry, yeah, Brandon. Yeah. It's not DreamWorks Entertainment. <laughs> so the, uh, what they do is they will ha- have an entire what would be an entire season ready, and then they cut that in half, and that's what they put out as a season. I guess I'm that's what Voltron. Yeah. That's why Voltron came out so quickly. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, then in any case, it can it takes place right when the right when season one. Uh, left off. Don't spoil it because I haven't seen season I'm, one. I'm September fourteenth was season one. February fifteenth 
was season two. Oh, wow. They probably had both of those ready by then. They're going very Avatar. It's book one, moon. Book two, sky. Damn, uh, they're not even hiding it. Stars. They're not even hiding it. Wait, I, th- I'm making wait. a book three. Oh, okay. okay. I actually got excited for a second. But yeah, it's I loved... And they're both nine episodes. Oh, okay. Nice. Interesting. I really, enjoyed the fir- I really enjoyed the first season. I really enjoyed the second season. I had a good time. There's more spooky stuff happening. Still I don't spooky. Like animation. Yeah, there's some spooky, spooky stuff going spooky. on. Spooky. I like yeah. spooky. And uh, it's it's a it's a really good all ages fantasy. There's there actually are some stakes to it, and I really it's a it's a good show. I really enjoy it. Medium well, yeah, I would say so. Stakes. Oh, thank, uh, you. thank you, thank you, thank uh, you. I did do I did watch a movie. That's how we should grade our movies from now on. It's on the stake scale, yeah. Dude, Is I'm, it rare? Is it well done? I'm well, wait, 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 I'm not willing to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do we? Because well done it means you ruin the stake. Well, in my opinion, anyway. No, you're right. Um, I watched. That, that's the messed up part. Okay, yeah. I, okay. Uh, so in that in that case, I would say it's medium rare. Okay. Some people like their steaks well done. Don't go attacking the steak eaters. They're just wrong. But if, they and they ask don't know my, but if I'm cooking a steak and they say they want theirs well done, I will politely yet firmly <laughs> ask them to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good joke. But do you want you want me to leave? You want me to leave? Do you, you really just cook no, it all the way no, through? No, it's medium rare. I okay, like good, medium rare. Okay. So um, do I. Thank you. I Brandon. watched Denny Valnews. Speaking of uh, Dune, uh, the Dune guy casting us, I watched Sicario again because right. I've been watching it since it came out, and that movie's real great. Uh, it's real. It's a real sad movie. It's about sad people doing sad things to try to better the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emily Blunt plays an FBI agent working with the, the CIA to take down drug cartels and the dis- the truly disturbing ways that good guys take down bad guys, quote unquote, uh, leaves her like traumatized. Like she came into this job trying to be a good person and the world's just shit. Uh, it's really great and like there's a lot of dune in there and I didn't realize it until after I rewatched it because there's a lot of shots of the Mexican dunes and I'm like, Holy shit! He he was ready ten years ago. He was, he's re- he was ready for Dune ten years ago. Uh, great movie. You should watch it. That's all. So I made a uh, I made a commitment to myself to every week watch as much media as I can, get as much t- to talk about as you're I t- can. You're gonna become a Ryan Leopolis? Yeah, but I want to I want to rival you at least. Try it. Um, so I didn't do that this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, this week was not good for me either. because I only watched one movie. I watched Greta, which is Chloe Grace Moritz's new film. Mm-hmm. Uh, real good. Uh, really solid. Scary. Um, she's great. It's um, I forgot what the French actress name is, uh, but it's really good. Really, really solid film. Um, I highly recommend it. And I watched sixty episodes of Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, you did, baby. <laughs> yeah, you did. You showed me your... sixty five episodes of Dragon Ball Super. Sorry, uh, you showed no, me technically your... no because you skipped over oh, episodes skip that episodes. were Resurrection F and Battle of Gods. Skip, well, skip, so like so subtract like s- subtract like. 10 and 12, so 22. This was made two months ago. So I've it's only a, watched like nice. 40. I love it. Yeah, it's... Oh, boy. Brandon. Well, that's all I'm thinking about, How guys. much money have you spent on that Dragon Ball collection you I showed me wanna, today? I too much. I've heard from Brandon <laughs> every hour, and when he's at work, it's just, I wish I wasn't at work because I want to be watching Dragon Ball Super. Mm-hmm. And when he is at, it, when he leaves work, it's, oh, my God, that thing. Oh, man, this thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty good. What? <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a bit where I just... Where I where I texted uh, there's there's a character probably died uh, in the beginning of the arc and then halfway through the arc character's alive and I was like before this I was like oh I really wish that character didn't die I really liked her and I was like yeah I know. and I was like oh she's alive mm. and he just goes you're adorable <laughs> <laughs> you're adorable it's, uh, it's oh man since you brought up Greta and we were talking about Happy Death Day to you uh did you see the trailer for Ma Ma I was literally about to bring it with up Octavia too Octavia Spencer yes whoa buddy that looks Farkle. That looks cool. Farkle from Girl Meets World is in that movie. Uh huh. Farkle. <laughs> what a name. Oh, Farkle. Yeah, that movie looks. Wow. So Octavia Spencer. Blumhouse. Are you familiar? I'm very familiar with okay. Octavia Spencer. She's yes. doing a horror movie 
called Maj. Where she, she plays where like, she, like a cool lady. She plays out this young cool lady people. who like she gets asked by some teenagers like, "Hey, will you go in and buy these beers for us?" And she's like, "Ah, oh, I shouldn't." And they're like, "Please." And she's like, "All right." And then she brings them out and she's like, "You know, if you want a great place to drink those, I got this big old open house house basement that you can use." And she lets them host like multiple parties there. And then and they she think gets that she's like the greatest them, thing. And, and yeah. she's like texting them and she's like saying, "Where the party at?" and all these kind of things and and just inviting them over and she's like, "But don't go upstairs." Yeah, and, and that's and then that's the movie, and it's like and it gets, oh. holy the crap! Trailer gets progressively weirder. She like it's like stalky, and like why aren't we hanging out? And, Starts like, never like, goes upstairs. There's a bit in the trailer where she's making out with Farkle. Yeah, and everyone's like, "This is weird." I'm I'm so down. With Luke this. Evans. I love that. Luke Evans, Evans that, is in this movie. I love that Octavia Spencer is doing yeah. a horror movie. That's incredible. Yeah. Like yeah. way to go. Like yeah, uh, I feel like I really want to do something way outside what people expect me to do. Yeah. Boom! Way to go, Octavia when Spencer. We, this looks awesome. When we saw Happy Death Day, uh, and the trailer came up, and like, and Luke Evans showed up, and we were both like, "Oh shit! This There's, movie looks great." Yeah, and he's not even—he's not in the trailer uh, like a lot. He's just just a little Luke bit. Luke Evans. He's just the dad of one of the teenagers. Yep. And that's it. And yeah. it's like, dang, what is yeah. this yeah. movie? That's oh, yeah. crazy. Uh, okay, good. then. Way to go, horror movies for attracting like bigger name actors yes. and getting getting a lot Definitely. more attention. Good for the genre. Hell yeah! yeah. I, I would love to just gab more about Dragon Ball Super, but in order to do that, I would have to spoil it. We'll have to yeah. make another don't. show. Oh, Add boy. it to the list. Uh, all right, shall we get into our bread and butter? Yes. I don't see why not. And here's your bread and your butter. Here's your bread and butter. Hey, okay, not in my ear, thank you. Zoinks! There's a new Scooby-Doo movie coming! Oh man, we're starting here? Yep. Damn, that oh, was... Oh, Alright, uh, I'm ready for it. Here we go. That's uh, the best I can do. Uh, unless woof. I'm... Zoinks, Scoobs! Woof, woof, woof. Unless I'm I'm much higher. Um, Wait, no, what kind of higher are we talking here? Not that one. <laughs> oh, okay. A new Scooby-Doo movie has been announced. I cracked my voice doing that. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, um, I'd, I'd heard rumblings that there was a Scooby-Doo movie coming along the pipeline for a while. Yeah, this is a theatrical this is, film. This is that movie? Yeah. A theatrical so. animated? Yes. Okay, I was like, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, go on with the news and I'll explain. Right. So there's a theatrical animated Scooby-Doo movie uh, that, how should I phrase this? That stars, okay, here's, here's, okay. The story sees the Mystery inking join forces with other heroes of the Hanna-Barbera universe to save the world from Dick Dastardly yeah. and his evil plans. And this time we are told the threat is real. <laughs> now, the, now, the movie stars, no word on Fred or Daphne. But we have word we have word on who'll be playing Velma and Shaggy, uh, and Scooby. Scooby will be returning uh, veteran voice Megatron Frank Welker, uh, the voice of Ace the Bat Hound from uh, uh, Batman Beyond. <laughs> That's the one. Um, Gina Rodriguez yeah. is going to play Velma. Cool. Uh, recently seen in Miss Bala and Drain um, the Virgin. Annihilation. Annihilation. Mm-hmm. Um, will Forte as Shaggy. Yeah. And Tracy Morgan as Captain Caveman. I'm that's I'm okay with Cap. That's okay. Captain Caveman's a silly character. He is a very silly character. That's totally fine. Um. So yeah. So it's that it, it is replacing the current voice cast uh, of Scooby Doo, mm-hmm. which is, for example, Matthew Lillard. Yep. Who played him in the live action movie and has been playing him in uh, animation form ever since. Well, not ever since, but ever since the but original, for like a decade. Yeah. Yeah. Ever since the original retired, and he found out when this was announced. Yeah, I sent a text to to Sparks. Because like we yeah. just watched Matthew Lillard give us a stunning performance in Twin Peaks. Yes, we did. So Matthew Lillard was on the brain, and then he's like, "Yeah, I just found out I lost my job. That kind of sucks." Over Twitter, I'm yeah. like, "Man, Hollywood sucks." 
Now, now, you know, he he could still be voicing the character in in, in animation for sure, other sure. Uh, yeah other things, but this is a major motion picture, so they want star power, and that's it, it does suck, but like it makes sense. But again, like kids so, aren't going to see Scooby Doo for Will Forte. So when uh, I first saw this, I thought that this was a live action movie, mm-hmm. and in that case, I went, okay, I guess I get it. But like, Will Forte, I, I get, but but I've seen Matthew Lillard lately. Like he doesn't look young enough to still yeah. be. Shaggy. He's definitely old. <laughs> like Will Forte, yeah. also really doesn't. But I can see it more quickly than I like can an Matthew Lillard version, right now. Yeah. Um, and I was like, all right, I can cut. And, but then I was like, but who the heck is Tracy Moore? Like, is he Fred? And then I oh went and God. I looked, and I'm like, it's animated. And I'm like, <sighs> yeah. Okay, there's no good reason I'm, for this the, not to. be I'm Matthew imagining Lillard. Tracy Morgan as Fred in my brain, wearing like the ascot. He's like, all right, guys, we gotta go. Let's go, Scoob. Now the the oh current God. the current voice actors for the, for Scooby Doo, uh, and now Scooby Doo is often is often like Looney Tunes and the Muppets. Like they have designated voice actors who, no matter what, play them. Yeah. Um, Matthew Lillard, Shaggy, uh, Frank Welker, Fred, and Scooby, and uh, uh, right now Kate Micucci is the current Velma. I don't know who she's relatively new, right? She's new. Yeah. She's the newest of the member yeah. of the cast. She she joined with like the last, year, last right? show that uh, was released, which was um, Be Cool Scooby Doo. Uh, Be Cool Scooby Doo. Yeah, and uh, it was a couple years ago. I ago. don't remember who plays Daphne, um, but, but at any rate, they've always been the same. Yeah, and they they rotate much like much like Looney Tunes, much like Muppets. Yes, they always rotate. So this is hmm really upsetting. Yeah, uh, I'm a massive Scooby Doo fan. Um, and I was excited when I was hearing news that, that there was going to be another movie, live action anime, whatever. I I love more Scooby Doo product. This is the first Scooby Doo thing that's been announced where I've gone, no, thank you. The last time they did this, when they when they recast the main cast uh, of Scooby Doo was Scooby Doo, uh, and on Zombie Island, yes. Billy West replaced yeah. the replaced the voice actor um, for for Shaggy. The lady who's been doing Daphne uh, for the last couple of years has been great. Delisle? Yes. Uh, she was uh, she was Azula in Avatar. That's right. where I know her from. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh. Yeah, she's been doing it for... Let me see. I just had it. I'm sorry. She's been doing it since 2001. Okay, so, so she's been doing 20, it for like 20, 20, 20 years. years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's wow. what, uh, in our interview, which is coming out with Chris Swindle, he yeah. also brings up that Grey was the voice of Daphne. Yep. And yeah. uh, we talked a little bit about this subject because of big name actors replacing yep now billy now billy west isn't a big name actor he is still a voice actor uh no no I, what we're talking about will forte yeah will, will forte doing this this is i'm very upset you know what it, because it's not even like matthew lillard is an unknown quantity in film like it's this isn't uh billy west yeah you know this isn't uh like if frank welker gets to come back and still be scooby-doo although he's not but not fred. To be fred which is ridiculous but uh, this if, is Frank if, Welker. If you're keeping Frank Welker around. Uh, you keep Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard is the voice of Shaggy. Yeah. Um. Uh. He is the voice of Shaggy. He's been doing Shaggy since before. Uh. The death of the original actor, whose name escapes me right now. Casey Kasem. Ka- thank you. Um, Casey Kasem. Uh. He was doing it before he passed away, and when he retired. That guy was doing it for fifty years. Yes, yep. he was, and he'd retired, and then Matthew Lillard took it over because everybody was like, you know, he's got Shaggy down ever since he did the live action movies. Yeah. Um, think- and he had uh, Casey's blessing to take on the role, so Matthew Lillard should be playing Shaggy, or at least be asked any time that role comes up. I am not cool with the fact that Will Forte is taking it over. I'm not cool with the fact that Will Forte is cool with it, to be honest with you. I don't like 
I mean, I don't think that this means that Will Forte will be replacing him in everything. Like the next Scooby Doo no, show, will just, not Will Forte. Uh, no, I know that. This I know is just that. a new theatrical Scooby Doo. But there's yeah. we we've talked about it. Like uh, again, if it were live action, it'd be one thing. It's animated. Yeah. I'm like, I don't. Ryan's got the point. It Will Forte isn't making kids go see this movie. Yeah. Like he's not, not a, a live name. action movie. He's not a yeah. name that's making kids go see this. And they 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 want to put this one in the theaters. The the last Scooby Doo movie that came out was Scooby Doo meets Batman: Brave and the Bold. That was Oof, the last that time. Was a while ago. That yeah. was the last time a Scooby Doo movie uh, came out. There might have been one after, but I don't recall. I thought Scooby Doo meets Kiss was later. No, no. that was before. Oh, all right. Because um, I remember when they were promoting that. Um, Scooby-Doo meets Batman. And oh, the most recent Scooby-Doo release was the uh, follow-up to the 13 Ghost series. That's right. You're that right. film just came out. Uh, we, yeah, yes. Um, but again... Oh, man, I'm so excited. That just came out. I need to watch it. But again, you know who's the voice cast in that one? Matthew Lillard and Matthew Frank, Lillard, Walker Frank Walker and Gray and mm-hmm. Kate Micucci. Yeah. They're the voices because they've been the voices for Scooby-Doo right now. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, it's like if you replaced... I mean, they did, but who who is the the voice actor for for Bugs Bunny? Who who is that? Couldn't tell you. I had the name; it's on the tip of my tongue. But you replaced the voice actor for Bugs Bunny with Billy West in Space Jam. Yeah, right. Uh, like what? Uh, Eric, right? Eric? No, 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 the, no, no. That's the current one. Oh, but you're I'm talking saying, about like, the, the one before. The one right. before. Yeah, you just don't. These are the voices. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I. Uh, Jim Henson didn't stop uh, being uh, Kermit let's, until let's, he died. Let's, let's step away from the the actor thing for a moment. This Hanna Barbera crossover thing. I'm also not really interested. Let's be honest. I'm, I'm actually not. I'm okay with that. If, if it's a big theatrical movie, like they're trying to, this is like their this is their Avengers, if that's what we want to call it. You know, teaming up with Hanna Barbera. I I've always We've in, seen this the Laugh Olympics. Yeah. No, I've been down with like Scooby Doo when they do their crossovers with the other cartoons. Yeah. On like a oh, small basis. I don't need every Hanna Barbera cartoon crowded into a Scooby Doo movie. Yeah. yeah. I don't need Lego Scooby Doo. That's not the thing that's I want. That's what it sounds like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what I want. I don't want you know. Scooby Doo, except it's all the other Hanna Barbera characters because we're trying to get you interested in them, so maybe we could spin them off. Which think? is what this feels what's the, like. Uh, what's we, the show with the shark? Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw's Jabberjaw. awesome. Do we think that we're gonna see um, Josie uh, Piscates? No, if it, that's Archie uh, Comics. That's oh, you're right. If there. the focus of this movie is a Hanna Barbera crossover thing, we'll probably see everybody. Uh, I'm Dick Dastardly's pretty cool. Hey, I like it. Space Bear? Ghost, Birdman, Johnny Quest. Again, Bear? again, I am not crapping on the Hanna Barbera oh, yeah, yeah. cartoons I am saying I don't need uh, a movie where they're all crowding into one yeah. I don't need that I it's, don't want that again this I, is not the, the comparison they're making but like they're doing like we're gonna make a Justice League movie with all of the Hanna Barbera characters and then if it does well we'll make a blank movie we'll make a blank movie exactly and, and it feels like that to me Scooby-Doo. and I'm not interested yeah I'm not on board and I don't think it's I don't think it's gonna work I I, I think it's too it's, late to say that it's it's too early for sure but like here's the thing you're making an okay I'll ma- put it this way I'll put it this way um I don't know who this is meant to grab this is kind of in the Kim Possible situation who is this movie for because kids don't know who the Hanna-Barbera properties are right uh, this is this is actually uh, this is the Kim Possible situation, the Justice League situation at the same time. We're doing a big thing where they're all in one movie, and it's like who? Nobody knows these characters. Like the only one of everyone we just named that kids know is Scooby Doo. Yeah, and even then, that's faded a little. This is we assume this isn't going to be like a two D hand drawn. This is going to be like a nice looking three D. Good lord, if it was two D, it's be not happy. though, right? It's going to no, be a big three D crazy. Okay. No, I think it's going to be 2D. You think so? I, I, I would, that's what I want, but I can't. I think Warner Animation is smart enough to say that this would have to be 2D because we've never seen these characters in 3D. 
Nothing, nothing has confirmed one way or another, so yeah. we'll see. I wonder if this is like a weird Spider Verse response. Like we're gonna make a big movie with all the so, characters. It, but but that's it's that problem. It's it's the Kim Possible problem of like who who is who, who's, who's who's the audience you're trying to grab. If this were a Scooby Doo movie that had like one other Hanna Barbera character in it, and they're like, oh, what's up with that character? And then they that character made a movie, and then yeah. they made another Hanna Barbera related thing because those two were doing well, and then they started bridging them. I could get it. Oh, like a Marvel Cinematic. Universe? I could understand. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. Yeah. If if that's the point. Yeah. Because that way. That way, all these characters need to be reintroduced to these kids. If you're putting them all in one movie, I, d- I don't understand who it's for, and it's certainly not for me. So here's so here's so here's the comparison that Sparks is making. Just to be clear, when we say the Kim Possible thing, uh, the Kim Possible, I've seen the argument that Kim Possible is for kids, but it can't be for kids because no kids don't know who Kim Possible is. The live action film that kids don't know who Kim Possible is. The audience that are watching that new movie, and I don't know if people liked it. Probably they probably did. It's bad. The, uh, I watched a lot of video reviews maybe, on it. Maybe maybe kids really liked it, yeah. but. The kids weren't born when Kim Possible came out. Yeah, the kids that would be watching that that show. Right now, the yeah. the other the other thing is, uh, the Hanna Barbera characters uh, are much older than Kim Possible. These characters that have oh, have much have older. not aged. If, like at, people at our age don't like like people I know don't know those characters. Harvey, kids don't. Harvey Birdman and Space Ghost. Space Ghost are known to adults because they were so old they went to Adult Swim for their new shows. Yeah. They, they are not known for their original stuff anymore. Yeah. They're not known to children. I my, would... my knowledge of Harvey Birdman and Space Ghost is Adult Swim. Exactly. I, yeah. I know Space Ghost because of, of the yeah, Space Ghost Coast to Coast. I would watch that show. on Adult Swim. And the only reason why I would know a bunch of these older Hanna Barbera cartoons, besides Scooby Doo, is because they were on Burn Boomerang, the essentially other... the TV land equivalent of Cartoon Network. Now, yeah. The other thing that we're not taking into account is that people still know the Flintstones. Yeah, yeah. But the, the do you think the Flintstones are in this for sure? Oh, they can't. No, that, no, stop. That would bother do you me. think Do you think the Flintstones are in this for sure? The Flintstones and the Jetsons, there would have and, to be they're, time and they're all playing second fiddle to Scooby Doo. They would have to be time. Or travel. is it just everybody but the Flintstones and the Jetsons? I. Because that's Jabberjaw, that's Dinobot, that's yeah. that's Birdman, that's Space Ghost, all the lesser known ones. Yeah. If I'm being honest, I, I need to see what the take on this movie is. Like, is sure. this going to be like a very meta, like 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 a Spider Verse kind of thing, where like it, like it, it uh, succeeds expectations of like what you think it's going to be? Because uh-huh. like we are shitting on this movie for what it is, but what if it's like a really here's the problem crazy here's the problem twist. with that. We haven't had 50 consecutive years with these characters. Yeah. These characters haven't seen the light of day in many years. The only time we've seen them is in comic, comics. Comic book crossovers. Yeah. Is in comics. And you know what? Go read If you want this, read Future Quest. Yeah. That's what that book Future Quest that's is. That's what this book is. It's yeah. a fun book. Uh, that, that's what this is. It's a fun book. But Or if you're an adult and you want a similar oh, feeling, this, just watch Venture Brothers. Oh, dude. Future Quest is so cool. If they're going to do that, then but do that, Future Quest. Don't do Scooby Doo Future but see, Quest. That, but, that, but that's. For comic book fans, but yeah. the, but the people, the market for this movie would have only ex- the reason why Spider Verse exists it, it works is because we've had consecutive decades with Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, I I'm in a my personal thing on this is I'm a massive Scooby Doo fan. Yeah, I really loved that be cool Scooby-Doo, reinvented Scooby-Doo for a modern audience, but it still didn't catch enough audience that it needed to keep running as a series. It didn't get popular enough, which yeah. sucks because it is the way Scooby-Doo should be now. It was reinvented and it worked and it was entertaining. Yeah, That's what Scooby-Doo should be. They gave up on that idea and now they have to find a new way to make it so that people reconnect with Scooby-Doo. This is not the way I want it done. I, I All I want is I want a good Scooby-Doo movie. Yeah. I don't want all this other stuff. I just want a good Scooby-Doo movie right now, and you've already turned me off 
by kicking out Matthew Lillard by kicking out the original voice cast. Yeah. Let's let's wrap this yeah. one up. Uh, I mean, that's a lot a lot of Scooby Doo talk. I love we it. Could, we I mean, our, that's nice. our minds could change after we see a trailer. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, guys, remember Detective Pikachu. Uh, this is a lot to say about Scoop the Scoo- new Scooby Doo movie. Jinkies. E- <laughs> even boy. even if I change my mind about the movie down the road, I'm still not going to be happy about the the separation of the. Cast. I'll never yeah. be. A, I'll never be. Yeah. Happy yeah. About that's that. that's that sucks. That just sucks. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> well, if let me tell you, if Scooby Doo took that long, strap in, guys. And we're done. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes uh, made news headlines this week because they decided to. Not remove the want to see portion of their uh, of their um, algorithm, but have moved it away from the uh, from the user reviews and put it as just a counter of just people who want to see the movie rather than a percentage. Because a lot of people took that percentage as a, a user rev- as an audience score for the movie before the movie's even out. Now, uh, Rotten Tomatoes algorithms uh, don't allow you to review the movies until. Though, until that, uh, until the movie is out. Wow! Whoa! You can't review a movie until you see it. That's a crazy concept. <laughs> yeah. So, but they do allow comments and they yeah. do allow things. That, and so people were, were they, it came out because people are starting to review bomb the movie. Like, Captain Marvel. Uh, Captain yeah. Marvel. This is Captain Marvel. They are starting to review bomb Captain Marvel. Angry and, white dudes are. are, are uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I think this is a first step. But as I've said to as I've said to to you guys before. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has a lot of fixing they need to do. Their algorithm is so messed up. Their, yeah, their is. site is so messed up. Yeah. Now, this was needed, but this was on the bottom of that list. It's it, it is a stepping stone. Like they're not, I don't think they're gonna make <clears throat> the, the the big hard changes immediately. Um, as I, as I've said before, a seven out of ten uh, gets the same uh, percentage score as a three out of five. Yeah. Then they're not the same thing. Yeah, uh, the the scoring thing is, it's it's always been the problem with with Rotten Tomatoes because like, uh, I I lost my train of thought. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I got a phone call. No, you're fine. Uh, uh, okay, go ahead. Uh, I I listened to Patrick over at Waypoint talk about yes. this. Plug, plug, plug. Yes. And um, he broke it down in a way that I really appreciated, which is that he specifically cited how Rotten Tomatoes used the controversy over Last Jedi in order to, it, it fed into that and tweeted out like, oh man, look at that. The look critics the are, between... are one way and the audience yeah. are another. Discussion. Venom, and yeah. and they, they fed into that and it's they also likened it to something going on with uh, Steam where they, they're having a similar system issue and yes. Rotten Tomatoes doesn't recognize the power it wields and it hasn't been. Um, they feed off of creating that kind of strife because it gets attention to the site. Right. And that is finally starting to come around to be like, it's one thing when you're the person popping on and you're saying, you know, you're, you're discussing film opinions as we debate in another. It's a whole other thing when you're feeding into a hate machine that is actually feeding a real sense of bigotry, mm-hmm. something that actually is damaging our own society and also targeting specific people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that's what Rotten Tomatoes has now become. And whether they wanted it to happen or not, they have. And this is nice that they did this. But it's not... Uh, overdue? It's not the yeah. change. I don't know why people were able to review a movie before it was out, but whatever. Yeah. Like, uh, from the audience, not the critics. Like, that doesn't make a lot of sense, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, now it's in place. Great. It doesn't change the fact that... Uh, and I know they're talking about, like, oh, we'll verify through Fandango tickets or something. Um, mm. And only those people can post reviews, and, and I'm like, you have to understand that there's no utopian version of the internet. No, 
people will take advantage of the ability to to create the strife. And let's be honest, Rotten Tomatoes isn't actually looking to fix it. No, they're not. And that's that's the the crappy thing. And it's a shame that uh, Rotten Tomatoes can't be a true neutral. Mm-hmm. Because it should be. It's an aggregate. Site. I think when it first started, before it, it added so much stuff. And again, a lot of people don't understand how Rotten Tomatoes works, and that still boggles my mind. People don't understand that it's that it's a it's an aggregate. It collects reviews and gives you a medium, yeah, right. an the average. Tom- like the tomato score is yes. the percentage it's of the how same thing as Metacritic. Yeah, yeah, but right. it's like when people when review when critics post their reviews on the their website, their newspaper, or whatever, they'll scan. It. It's like okay positive words negative words if there's more positive than negative then okay this if i give a movie a 10 and you give it a one that's a five the review's a five and that's not representative of the movie no it's not and it's it's a collective fault of us all everyone including movie studios including us relying too much on the rotten tomatoes percentage meter yes because what what happened is it didn't change what like your average film would do at the box office but what it did start doing that they saw is that it would make a bad movie do worse and a good movie do better. Yes. Yeah. And as long as that stayed true, Rotten Tomatoes started to go, oh, look, we get a lot of attention for that. Let's wave that flag around. If they just left it as its averaging site, that would have been one thing. But it's not that anymore. And now it's out of control. It's really yes. when they started adding. I mean, it's adding, been out of control, but yeah. now it's really like, directly Once they bad. added so much uh, like personal cu- uh, customer stuff, they, when it wasn't just reviews, right. once real people got involved. They like, turned yeah. Captain Marvel into the worst-rated MCU film before it was released, and that shouldn't be a thing. That shouldn't be possible. That should be able to happen on the website. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, so this is the, it's a lot of crap. This this website shouldn't. You know what? I'm gonna say it. This website shouldn't be user friendly. No, I I think I'd agree. People like I don't. I personally don't use it at all. Besides looking at reviews. Besides yeah, looking thing. at it, right? Yeah. Us, people like us. Yeah. People who don't have who aren't re- real critics. Uh, we shouldn't be able to have a say on Rotten Tomatoes. There are plenty of other places where they can have those discussions. Rotten Tomatoes should be a true neutral. Yeah, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, outside of yeah. the critics' reviews, which they host because that's how they get the aggregate. Yes, but outside of that, it should be a true. There should be a true neutral platform. Rotten Tomatoes should be it because it's the most famous. The critic, the critics, the 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 way to fix this is the critic portion of that site. The this the critic score should be the only thing you see yeah yeah that's, that's all it. i honestly nope. look at i agree i don't look at comments or or like i really don't even read any other articles like i i go all right let's see what a bunch of people had to say about this movie that's right. about it yeah right. yeah like if there i i agree that audience score should probably not be there anymore because if you want to see if you want to see audience reviews they should be somewhere else yeah and, audi- I mean, and audience reviews audience members should not have no, the power to review people, a film on that site specifically yeah because people i mean they're like with uh captain marvel they're mar- they're they're review bombing already just because they got some. And they're planning angry... a major one to become the movie's yeah, release date because mm-hmm. they're just complete white douchebag a holes who yep. are just who are like have an altar of Zack Snyder to praising be, no, it no, or no, whatever. No, no, no. To be let's not let's not get into a DC versus Marvel thing, please. Yeah, don't, that's definitely don't, not it. Don't throw that out there. Yeah. But you got some douchebag people out there just to try to bring this movie down and stick bring let's, this movie down. Let's be clear, it's not because of Zack Snyder. Not at all. What not, happened is Brie Larson was taken. Out of context, t- taken out of context yeah, and right. taken. taken like white to, dudes don't go see the movie. What's the, what's the term? Taken to task. Yeah. Taken to task for uh, 
the way that headlines decided to print what she said. She said and made her sound. Yeah. They made her headlines, yes. which this is the whole thing. It's it's not just Rotten Tomatoes. Just the whole thing on the internet is just feeding this anger and this strife. And they're like, let's this will get attention. So fill it, fill it, fill it. And it's that about was clicks, the, man. We talked about this a while ago that the headlines were the problem. Yeah. Now Rotten Tomatoes is is seeding out that problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. It's it's the fact that they want that strife to be there. That conflict breeds. Uh, visitation mm-hmm. on the websites mm-hmm. but what happened is that Brie Larson was taken out of context and everybody went wow she hates white men all right let's slam that movie and yeah. it's like wow uh white men calm down mm-hmm. yeah uh and Brie Larson, you're not you're Brie not Larson shouldn't have had to have come out with a rebuttal no she shouldn't have. She, she shouldn't, shouldn't have, have had to walk back what she, she said what she said was when and her and her like her and her walk back she said what I said was more seat at the more seats at the table don't mean less for anyone else. Now I appreciate that as a person who's involved, she saw what was happening and she's like, "Look, let me clarify." Yeah, because it wasn't her saying, "I'm sorry for what I said." That's not what she said. She said, "Let me be clear. This is what I said. I don't care what the headlines are saying. What I said. This is what I said." Yeah, and I'm glad that she felt like, "Hey, uh, I'm not just going to passively watch this happen. Let me reaffirm that this is what I said." Yeah, um, and I appreciate that, but it's true. She shouldn't have had to. No. Uh, anyway, anything else you guys want to touch on? This with sucks. I we're seeing Captain Marvel in four in four days. So I'm so excited. We're seeing it in a oh big my god, ass, four days, dude, Oh my god, we're seeing it I'm in a excited. huge big ass theater with with fans. Oh my god! I'm gonna be honest with you. If the Rotten Tomatoes thing continues as the way it is, I might actually just get on that user review thing and be like, "Hey, by the way, this movie's fantastic." Five stars. Five stars. If five I stars. if I in fact like it, which I think I will, probably. Yeah. It's a Marvel movie. Uh. uh I think optimistically we can all hope that at some point the bow will break and Rotten Tomatoes will be like, you know what, no more no more audience things. Yeah. yeah. I, I would like to believe that's the future, but... There's, <laughs> there's message... Look, you want to review the movie, there's message for him. The only way I could see it is like, um, something like that, like, you have Rotten Tomatoes and then there's RottenTomatoes.com slash audience. That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. you, you create a same, separate site, yeah. but you create a home of true neutral yeah. average score. Hey, hey! Here's here's the review of Alita. It's a sixty-five percent. Do you want to right. talk about it? Go to the go side website. Go to this other place. Yeah, but not here. Keep the critics. The critics. I agree. Yes. Well, in other news, I guess Rami Malek is supposedly in final talks to play the villain in Bond. I heard another name uh, that was attached to that this role as well. Uh, I don't oh. recall it. Oh yeah. Oh. There are, there are two names that are that there are being touted to be the the next villain. I want to say it's Bond. also like another Oscar person. It it, it is. Yeah. It is. I definitely saw that article. Uh, I just made a joke. I'd rather have Olivia Coleman be the villain. <laughs> you know what? I thought the same thing. Yeah, dude. She uh, she'd be that, real spicy. When I saw that those two names were up, I was like, but Olivia Coleman would be pretty cool. It Has there be cool. been a, a female Bond villain no. recently? Like no. ever? Not like not like a the main, main villain. villain. See, that's what I want. I was like. Imagine if the Bond. Yeah, come girl on, feminism, the... step up. Like, like Man. I, I know they want they want you know feminism. Nope, horrible way to phrase that. No. I know like a lot of people want like Jane Bond instead yeah. of a. But like, give me a badass female yeah. villain. Yeah. For um, like, give me a Bond villain that's also a Bond girl. Yeah. Yeah, man. Why not, man? Why not have like one of the girls who's just a Bond girl turn into one of the major villains? Like you just thought I was some girlfriend. Holy no, f you, Bond. Oh. I'm gonna ruin your world. You that, s- I know everything about you. Oh my sweet. god, I've never been more invested in Bond than I right? am. In this Olivia Coleman, specific moment <laughs> would be awesome. Be it's like so a Bond dumb. girl from like four movies ago that we don't remember, and she's like, "I'm back," and I got. Oh an my army. god! <laughs> and you get like you get your favorite thing, like old old thing coming back. Yes. Oh, she's got an eye patch. Oh my god! Yeah. 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 That's all. I just want oh, to stop. Oh, I yeah. want that. She'll be like, James, do you remember that night in Switzerland? No, I don't. I was drunk. It was beautiful. Yeah. 
James is just like, who are you? No, he's like the, uh, not to bring up MCU review, but uh, he's like the Mandarin where like Tony Stark talks to him like 10 years ago and he doesn't remember and then he plans 10 years of revenge. Man, I'd be, I'd be so down for, for a Bond girl who's I'm, also a Bond villain. Yeah. I can't, I, oh, man, that was a lovely anecdote. Yeah. Like yeah. I've watched all the modern James Bonds and a lot of the older ones, but like I figure there was a lady villain somewhere. Nope. Nope. That's, there. come on America. But, or always, England. <laughs> come on England. It's always MVM. Man versus man. I was like, like M. No, I'm pretty sure they come from MGM, sir. Shit, dog. <laughs> I'll kick your ass. <laughs> oh boy. Sparks he says he says he'll kick my ass, but he's smiling such a big smile. Sparks, you dastardly rascal. Oh, okay. oh. Hey, in other news, <laughs> uh, real talk. Uh, I'm being hijacked. R- R- Remy Malik's pretty cool guy. That's fine. Remy Malik is yeah, a pretty cool, cool guy, yeah. but Olivia Coleman's better. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, some news uh, about Disney Plus. Oh. Um, they are getting a, another show added to the list. Uh, Michael one. Seitzman from Quantico and Code Black is heading up development on a new scripted series titled Book of Enchantments. It will be taking cues from the oh, Serena Valentino six novel villain series, which focuses on the origin stories of Disney's classic villains. That's I, pretty I, cool. I, I did see this. This looks really cool. Uh, yeah, that, that's actually pretty neat. I hear a lot of people like those books a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't read them myself. It but could be a better version of, Des- of Descendants. <clears throat> I was literally about yeah. to ask, what's, is that the sh- name of the show with the kids of the yeah. villains? No, that's, that, that's Descendants. That's Descendants. Descendants. Yeah. Book yeah. of Enchantments, is, this would be its own thing. There's, there are these novels that are, um, I'm sure if I showed you this picture, you'd, you'd probably have seen some of the covers yeah. in yes. bookstores. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and they very much like, they focus on the villains. Is that like Rumpelstiltskin? This kind of came out, they, they, they kind of came out as a response to like Maleficent mm. and like being like, you know, we could actually dig really deep oh, into so like kind villain of stories. They're modern? They are. Fair they're, they're, they're very recent. Okay. Um, they, mm-hmm. they, I, I, in fact, I'm pretty sure the first book was Maleficent centric and I'm pretty sure it came out about a year after the I thought the it film. was The Evil Queen. I could be wrong. Because I know there is a Maleficent book, but I thought the first one was The Evil Queen from I'm, Snow White. I'm not 100% certain yeah, on I could, it. I'm I not going to look it up right now, but but I do know that they came out kind of in response to the Maleficent change Oh yeah, and wanting to dig deep yeah. into the villain's origins. I'm, I'm actually way on board with this idea. Yeah, yeah. I, have a, I have a question. Why the hell were you guys yelling about Mighty Ducks? Oh, so, okay. oh so, wait, hold so on, here. wait, hold on. Let me, let me frame. Let me frame this. Uh, we we paused. We paused a little bit because I had to, I had an emergency I needed to take care of, and I'm listening through my door, and all of a sudden you guys are yelling about Mighty Ducks being. <laughs> ben is is very adamant that Mighty Ducks is not a hockey movie. No, it hockey is. show. It hockey is. Okay, is. so I was, here's what happened. Here's what happened. Hold on. So, uh, Book of Enchantments joins this list of Disney Plus shows: The Mandalorian, an untitled Rogue One prequel, season seven of the Star Wars: The Clone Wars, The Vision and Scarlet Witch, Loki, the Untitled Falcon and Winter Soldier show, an Untitled Mighty Duck series, an Untitled Monsters Inc. series, and Muppets Live Another Day. Which, by the way, I'm really excited about the Muppets yes. thing. Me too. Same here. Um, I want another Muppet show. Anyway, this is when Ben found out about the Mighty Duck series. Um, myself as well, actually. Yeah, I didn't hear about this one. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when Ben was like, "What?" And I'm like, "Ben, you're gonna like it. It's about hockey." And he's like, "It's not a hockey show." And Ryan and I are both like, "They literally play hockey. What you, that's what they no, this do." Is, now, this Mighty Duck show is is based off of the movies. I, the I have Ducks. no more yeah. information. On Again, it right also now, there was a yeah. cartoon show that had aliens in it. Yeah, but Ben, they still play hockey. They, it's still a hockey but show. But it wasn't about the hockey though. It, they just used pucks. Do they hold sticks in their hands? They had pucks as they ammo. Come, it they wasn't come from a place. That's shaped like a puck. Yeah, but uh, that's literally. <laughs> they play hockey. This isn't they like a, like I said. This isn't a Christmas movie debate. No, this is not. they literally play I'm, hockey. I honestly don't know why I went to I went straight negative. You know the like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is about turtles. Shut up! I know. <laughs> like it's I don't know the why. Same thing, but they're comparable. children. I don't know why, but if it's I don't know. It's about turtles. 
it's about teenagers. Honestly, it's I'm, about mutants. It's about power. And it's about ninjas. I know what the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are about. I don't know why I just went just. This is a strange hill for you to die on, buddy. It is because I'm the biggest hockey nerd in this room. I freaking love the sport. And you don't like that show. I don't have super fond memories. It might have just been a bad show. I love that show. The, the Mighty Ducks cartoon? Yeah. I, so well, I, I don't I, remember it. I have nostalgia for the Toon Disney lineup. I remember... Oh, to, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember liking like that Dark show. Like Darkwing and Darkwing Duck. Yeah, I remember liking that show. I remember Wildwing was really cool. He had a kick-ass mask on that shield and mm-hmm, shit. Mm-hmm. He was also the goaltender. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like that show wasn't that good, whereas the actual movies... Because like, D2 of the Mighty Ducks is one of my favorite movies. I remember liking that because movie. Because that... not a hockey movie. What that, are you yes, about? it is. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, that's the movie where they actually play at the Arrowhead Pond, well, now the Honda Center, where the actual NHL team need plays in real life. History. Okay. Here are the details on the Mighty Duck series. Oh, God, you looked it up. Sources tell THR that ABC Signature head Tracy Underwood, always looking to identify Disney tiles in intellectual property that can be appeal to a global audience, put Mighty Ducks in development after being approached by original trilogy screenwriter referring to the films Stephen Brill and original producer Jordan Kerner. Okay. Sure, yeah. Brill will pen the script in-house for ABC Signature. If that comes in well, ABC Signature would pack package project with talent and shop it uh to the streamers this year cool okay so it's about the all right i can live with that that's cool yeah it remains unclear if the series would be a sequel or reboot as the log line for the half hour or hour project is being kept under wraps now do we want emilio estevez back yes what else is he doing as as, as coach (laughs) bombay yes you do yeah i do want to actually i think kian thompson did an snl skit wearing his old school mighty ducks jersey with other cast members for an snl skit yeah it was about that happened it was about the knuckle puck okay all right yeah anyway uh that's enough of that uh moving on my hope hope is that they bring aliens to the live action series and they play hockey yes tim curry is the the one of the is the main villain oh my (laughs) yes you guys great. remember he was the main villain, yep. right? Yep. Tim Tim Curry. All right, moving on. Uh, the Switch. Uh, this is pretty big, pretty big news for the Switch, I guess. Um, oh, yeah. Let's talk about the one that I do know about. Pokemon? Then we'll talk about the one that I don't know oh. about. The uh, uh, the new Pokemon game was announced. Pokemon yeah. Sword and Shield. Yep. Shield we, yes. had a, we had a... This is the next in the lineup we, the, that uh, Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu were assumed to be. This is the this is what mm-hmm. this is. Yes. Yeah, Pikachu and Eevee were to hold us over while they while Game Freak worked on this new title. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it looks pretty, but I have some words. Yeah. It, it, so, yeah. Um, when Let's Go Pikachu... It looks like a Pokemon game. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of the problem. So yeah. that's kind of why people yeah. are upset. Uh, so when Let's really? Go Pikachu and Eevee came out, uh, it changed how Pokemon's played. You no, no longer have random encounters. No. You don't have to battle the Pokemon to capture them. You still see, trainer battles. You see and stuff. the Pokemon in the tall grass. You yes. can go up to the ones you want to catch. You can avoid the ones you don't want to catch. So that way, for example, you're going through Mount Moon. You don't have random encounters with 150 goddamn Zubats. Yeah, uh, it's, it, it negates a lot of the the the, the padding. The things that yeah, people padding. have grown to be like. Yeah. We don't like this about the games, and it changed it up. It wasn't as repetitive yeah. as the Pokemon games have, had become, uh-huh. and they were more into playing it. It's one of the things that appealed to me so much about playing Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, mm-hmm. was this change in dynamic. Yeah. And now they're like, yeah, we're bringing it all back and making the same old Pokemon game again, and everybody's like, but, but, we, just, people, but we just improved. But yeah. weren't people, we just improved. Weren't people like super excited about Sun and Moon when they were coming yeah. out? Yeah, and Sun and Moon is, yeah. is a... They're is the a, same is games, it's, aren't they? It no. Is, well... No, no, no. This no. is like the that's Gen Seven. This is Gen Eight. This is yeah. the, the this is, that's all the same game. You go around as a person. You catch Brandon. Pokemon. That again. That's the problem. Yeah. The formula was changed. The f- they for changed the, the formula with yeah. Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Yeah. The game was different. They did different things. It mm-hmm. played better. You yeah. still people felt it was an improvement. The next step. The yeah. future of Pokemon. It was games. progress. And mm-hmm. this is the step. 
This backward. is regression. Yeah, because you're because in let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee. You're still a Pokemon trainer catching Pokemon, but the way you caught them wasn't as mundane. It's like Pokemon Go. Yeah, it wasn't as mundane. You it's actually simplified. saw the targets in the in the wild. You it cut did. out honestly. Like Pokemon games have a lot of filler, and it's just a lot oh, of yeah. fighting. A lot of people you shouldn't have to fight. Uh-huh. So that this the game literally cuts out half the bullshit. Yeah, and then we're going back to and the also one of the things I loved about let's go Pikachu Eevee was that if you cut if you found over that rare Pokemon you wanted, it was like the right level. It was like everything you wanted. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to beat it up to catch it. You just caught it. It was at full health. You could put it in your party right then. It's, it's again, ready it's to go. A, it's, it's ready to go for the next train. Like it was really smart. Yeah. And it's and this game looks really pretty and like all all the new Pokemon look really cool and like hey it's a it's the first Pokemon game on a console. What's, it's really mm-hmm. exciting. It's kind of a bummer. It seems like it's just another Pokemon game. Yeah. Ugh, again, I don't see the problem. It's well, it's someone who's well, not invested in the franchise for twenty years. Like it's it's hard to see. This it. is yeah. why I stopped playing the games though because they were repetitive. <sighs> well, then I'm you trying need to play Pokemon Eevee because it's actually the game we wanted. Mm-hmm. It turns out but the game I have that to buy a Switch. okay, oh, I've got I've got I'm the good. analogy for you. I've got the analogy for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, God of War. Okay, you loved it. Yes. Yeah. God of War, the new one, right? Yes. Really loved it, yes. but you love God of War three. Yes. Okay, next game they make that's Norse. It's the old game. They're going back to the same way they made the original God of War trilogy, right, and they're not fair. building it the way that they built the new game. I get that. I yeah. understand that. That's now. this Pokemon situation. Yeah. Okay. Um. Again, like it, it, there's still like new changes like to to the game that make mm-hmm. it a little unique, but like it's just like yeah, man, <laughs> tall grass again. Better analogy. Spider-Man games. You oh. can swing from any building. This Spider-Man game is going back to swinging from air. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, what's he connecting That's like, to? why would you go back? Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It's the, the Why pop- would you go back to these and, old and mechanics the that is, are done and tired and, mm-hmm. and we have better things now? It's it's. There's two different teams. Like you, you, The real Pokemon team was working on this game and then like the side game turns out to be the better game. It turned the Sonic, it turns didn't the Sonic franchise do this recently? The side Sonic team made a better game than the main that's Sonic correct. That's correct. That's correct. The Sonic Mania game. Uh, Sonic oh, Sonic Mania. Mania. Well, Sonic Mania was hired by Sega because they had a bunch of people. But that's what he by, means. Is yeah, it, essentially, yeah. Not the so- not the main Sonic team. Yeah. Their game was better. Yeah. I know video games. Sure you do, buddy. It's just, it's, again, like, like uh, I wish I were more excited. You know what? I'm definitely going to play it. It's a Pokemon game. The second game, I, I saw the, the, the Pokemon Direct and there was like, hey, a new region, new Pokemon game, hear the titles, hear the starters. I'm like, this is great. It's on. A, it's. It's. We're going away from the handheld uh, games. We're going to a full, super powerful hardware. Yeah. This is what people have been wanting for years. But we're going back to the old school. And again, you know what this could be? Grass. I'm like, God, this could be a it. situation where this was the first announcement, and like I was with Smash Brothers. Yes, it could. They it could. there could be a lot they're not revealing. It, mm-hmm. I hope that's the case. It doesn't seem like it. I forgot but, when the did they have a release date? at The end of it. It's the end of the year. And so I around, so. No, around. Okay. I couldn't tell you the. I can tell Pokemon you. games tend to come around, out around November now, yeah. so I'm gonna just like. Sh- no. um, shoot it in November. There's an aspect of this game we're not touching on yet, which is the sword and shield part yeah. of it, which is this this game seems to take place in what looks like modern UK-esque uh, mm-hmm. setting. Like, Hawaii and was the last game. Yeah. Yet, yeah. yet there's this weird, there are knights. Uh, like, people seem like they're knights uh, for this thing. Like, modern and medieval. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's a little weird. It's a little... My initial reaction is... is uh, is similar to, to something that I've heard from other people, which is um, I'm reminded of the, you know what I'm talking about, the Sonic and the, and the Black Knight. Oh no! Where they did the is Arthur- that the Wii game? That's where they did uh, the uh, Wii game. Yeah, that I was the that Arthurian game. legend Son- with Sonic the Hedgehog. I remember Sonic that game. I rented that from, from, from Yo, that Facebook. happened, Brandon. I saw your eyes widen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That this, Sonic. This is a little reminiscent of that, oh. and I'm like, why? Why are we doing this? This weird Sonic. Frick- What's going on here? <laughs> Sonic freaking larped. 
All I'm right. not. I'm not joking. He did I don't, it. I don't know how I feel about that aspect, but it doesn't bother me nearly on the same level as much as the the, a bunch of the jumping back to the old mechanics. Yeah. So they have the starters out. Yeah, uh, they do. I'm pulling up a picture so that what Brandon it? can have reference. It's blossom. It's uh, uh, bubbles and buttercup. And buttercup. And bubbles. Uh, it's Grookey, Score Bunny, and Sobble. I've seen them. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, I've seen them. Sobble has taken the world by storm. We have a, we have our first finally depressed Pokemon. Hey, it's l- great. Look, <laughs> the, the the depressed just Sobble has been traumatized. Yeah. The, the last <laughs> look, the last time I played these games, Cyndaquil was your starter, and I'm good. That's Gen two, buddy. That's like twenty years ago. <laughs> That is twenty years ago. Yeah, no, was, no actually, Gen three. I'm pretty sure. Cyndaquil is Gen two. That's gold and silver. Oh, yeah, do not it. fight me on this one. Also, I got Pokemon then. Go right here, baby. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, I, I um, Cyndaquil is my favorite, and Same I here. stopped playing forever. Same here, Cyndaquil. I'm not gonna high five that. But I'll high five it. Thank you. Cyndaquil is awesome. Yeah, Typhlosion is my boy. Typhlosion. Yeah, that's yeah. my boy right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a, uh, I'm definitely Remember picking Grookey. Because I already said a joke, but he's a grass monkey. That funky monkey. I am going with Scorbunny because I have been a fighter. I've been a fire starter for a very fire long time. Starter. And by fire starter, I mean I put the, the Pokemon with the fire with the fire tribute, not because I start fires. I just yeah, want to make that fire clear. Nation. I I'm Sobble. leaning Sobble? toward no, I'm leaning towards Grookey. Grookey's a good answer. Um, I I I, I don't favor a particular type in each. Neither game. do I. I just whatever um, my gut tells I, me. I just like I just like yeah. Did I'm they show the, the evolutions of the starters no. or not? Okay, no, right. we're not there yet. All right, good because I'm yeah, kind of those, those guys could turn into real uggos. Well, yes, I'm also scared. <laughs> I love that word. I'm also scared because for three generations straight, we've had the fire starter become a that's, fire fighting type. The, I and finally, there's no way X, they're gonna do with it. X and Y, they turn into a fire psychic. There's no like, way. You don't like Incineroar? No, Incineroar <laughs> is fire dark. He's different. He's not a fighting type. We've had except that all his mechanics res- are like he's, he's a, wrestler. a wrestler. Yeah, but he's not a fighting type. Thank God. Sure? I know. I'm damn okay, sure. But you. visually, he is. Visually, yes. But type-wise, no. It's okay. like Charizard you know being saying. a dragon, but he's not type a dragon type. Type doesn't matter if you fight so, like a wrestler. So here's mm-hmm. so here's so here's something is you know from my perspective of who cares. Um, I'm <laughs> I care. No, no. I mean like no, who cares care. about my perspective on Pokemon because I don't old. play. I love it. Uh, I haven't played. I don't play anywhere near as much as these guys, but I'm I'm invested. So. Last time I played Cyndaquil was so it was Gen two apparently yeah, yeah. Gen two so um so last time I played was Gen two mm-hmm. now looking at Gen fifteen eight. this is eight. Eight. eight uh they don't even look like they can be cousins the uh. the designs are so drastically different from what I recall as Pokemon it's not kind this of jarring gen. not this gen these are very no, this Pokemon. is not the weirdest gen. The, the last the last the last couple of gens that I've seen. I like will grant you that some of the gens have been. There's literally, there's literally a Pokemon called like rubbish, and he's just a pile of trash. Dude, in Gen, in Gen <laughs> literally, six, it's called like rubbish. In Gen six, X and Y, there's a Pokemon that's literally a ring of keys. Yeah. These things look more like aliens. Are you than kidding animals? me? No, I'm not. Yeah. Jesus. There's Christ. a literal ring Cast of keys. Huh? Cast? Oh, that's not. That no, that's not cast form, but it's a literal ring of keys. There's a Pokemon that's a ring of keys. Yes. My favorite Pokemon is a Luchador Hawk, and his name Hawkador. And that's it, cool. And he's and a anyway, flying fighting type. What I'm getting at is these these things used to look like animals. Now they look like aliens. Well, when you have to make literally a thousand of them after a while, you're like, yeah. well, shit, we gotta we gotta make them the robots now. Hey, this one's a paper bag, and it has googly eyes. Dude, you're not <laughs> and even. There's an, and there's an apple Dude, in the bag, yeah. so it has an apple for a hat. Hey, there's a ghost Pokemon called. I'm gonna Maybe call you, it. Yeah. Uh. Bag of Troy, Lun Lun bag. Have you guys seen Mimikyu? Yes. No. From Gen, from is, the, is that the Pikachu ghost? Sun and Moon. Yeah. The ghost yeah. of Pikachu. Yes. Yeah. Adorable, but deadly as all hell. Pikachu died. <sighs> Rip. All right. So, so there's some other Switch news. You guys there, can bring, take, take this one. Okay. <laughs> I Ryan, don't understand it. Ryan's Real quick, it. look at this. No, you're right, Brandon. Because look at Spirit Bomb. Hold on. I'm about to pull it up. Wait, Spirit Hold on. Bomb. Spirit Bomb. His Dragon name is Spirit. Okay. It doesn't. 
That looks like a spirit bomb. It's literally just a spirit bomb. Hold on, that looked like that looks like a spirit bomb. Okay. Everybody do your best Genkai Dama. His little name is Spirit Bomb. Oh, yeah. Everybody do your best Genkai Dama. What? That's spirit bomb. Oh, okay. Lend me your energy. What's special beam cannons? Special beam cannon. Makenzapasito. Oh, that's a bless you. Screw it. Special beam cannon. Is that some British shit? Yeah. Yeah, that's a British shit. Uh, so the news that we have on docket um, that I think it's well, it's not just me. The entire video game community is is ablaze, ablaze. Mm-hmm. Uh, Four twenty blaze it. Is this, this a rumor? This, this is, is a currently ru- a rumor. But the reason rumor. I wouldn't have wanted to talk about it if IGN, Gamespot, uh, uh, Waypoint, uh, Giant Bomb, every single big video game website on the planet <clears throat> is reporting on it. And I, some of the people never reported on rumors before. That's true. We don't do. We don't do that. But um. So we literally just talked about the Rami Malik rumor. So yeah, which was reported by all those people. Last, <laughs> not by GiantBomb.com, the greatest video game website on the planet. Last year, oh, 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 oh. Microsoft announced that they that they bought Project Cloud, which is a streaming uh, a service, and uh, they have a thing called Xbox Game Pass, which is like a Netflix, like a PS Plus, where you you pay five bucks a month and you get access to like a hundred games. The big news this week was that Xbox Game Pass is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Now, uh, people still rumor by the way because it just came out yes Mm -hmm. um people are more likely are reporting on this because microsoft has bought a bunch of different video game studios and they've been putting xbox games out on switch so there's minecraft is a microsoft owned game that is now on the switch there's a game called hellblade to new sacrifice is an xbox exclusive it is now on the switch microsoft is is they are positioning themselves to not just be an Xbox provider, they are going to be a, a streaming service for video games, and that's starting on the Switch. This is the most unprecedented thing in video games ever happened. There's always been a blocks between Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. The closest we got to was Console Wars, mm-hmm. where Sony and Nintendo were going to hook up, they and were then close. shit happened. Right? They were close. Um, the reason this is happening is because Xbox realizes doing things where you're only going to play this on Xbox is not the future. If we can get our games on every single device, whether it's a phone, whether it's a Nintendo pro- platform, that's the real future. And I want to talk about that because this is really, really exciting this, that in a year from now, we could be playing Halo on a Nintendo device. This is actually, this is... It's unprecedented. Excuse my pun, but this is a big game changer because... Literally. Because, yeah, there were there were even rumors about cross-play connection where you can play, um, like, like, say, because... Um, for a horrible example, but Fortnite. No, that's the best example. Yeah, but you could people play... on Xbox are playing with PC players mm-hmm. who are playing with phone players. Yeah, you can play you can all play... those games and except play... PS4 because PS4 sucks. Yeah. <laughs> PS4 is the only one who was like, we don't want to play with anyone, and it's their detriment. Yeah, that's a different th- story. I mean, as there are times where Sony just like when Skyrim was coming out for the PlayStation 4, at first Sony was there's like, no mod support. There's no mods, and yes. then they pulled the plug on that, and then they granted mod support. PlayStation's the worst <laughs> in terms of that stuff. In terms of that stuff, yes. But this is huge because then people like because the Switch is a lot cheaper than an Xbox One S and a PS4. Yes. And then some families who aren't so financially inclined they can only afford the Switch. But having little Timmy and kind of like me when I was younger, I wanted to play <laughs> little Halo. Little Timmy. Or like little Timmy wants the to play. The names you pop out of your head. Is... Well, you shut it, little Timmy. Look both ways before you cross the street, <laughs> little Timmy. <laughs> Say he wants to play uh, a new Halo game, but he can't because all he has is a Switch. With this, he could. He could. I mean, who knows what this Xbox Game Pass provides? Well, I mean, considering provides. he probably might want, want to play the new Halo games. If no, they but keep like going classic Halo. Yeah. Oh, cool. I have the Xbox Game Pass, and it has every Halo game, every Gears of War game, all the Assassin's Creeds, all the the racing games that are exclusive. It has Forza. so many indie games, Forza, and all these games that like. It's it's just it's smart. 
Mm-hmm. Like, th- there's never been a real reason for exclusivity except like, hey, this they play buy an Xbox buy this console for Halo because right. we're the only place you can get it. Why right. would you do that when you can make more money selling it to everybody? Mm-hmm. Right. It does. I, it, it's it's it makes uh, sense. So the reason why I I got wanted to push this on the podcast other than the fact that this is huge news in the video game community this is kind of a video game example of what we were talking about with the comics thing Mm. this is the exact same direction that the comics industry needs to learn to go where it's like you know what maybe we don't need to hold into these exclusive you can only get it if you're buying this subscription pass here or going here they need to get all under a bigger umbrella Um, and this is this is video games kind of showing yeah we kind of get that that's where this market is headed and I think that's major. It's mm-hmm. possible that in the the not this next gen, but maybe the the generation after could just be one console that could play everything. Who knows? Who, who knows? So, th- back to PCs, <sighs> basically. Mm-hmm. Um, at least next, because the rumors are we we've already talked about it. Like they're gonna they're gonna announce another console for this year, and it's gonna come out next year. And um, it's not the it's not what I want. Like I like ten year life cycles. Like mm-hmm. the Which, PS- it's already happened. No, I know. Uh, what? What do you mean? It's been ten years consoles, since PS4 came out. Consoles always change as quickly as the doctor no? does. PS4. PS4 came, came out like two thousand. Let me look this up. Yeah, it came out. PS3 came out in two thousand seven. So that's yeah. definitely not true. PS4 came out in two thousand twelve. It was like twenty twelve. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, no. I, I the PS3 had a ten year life cycle. The Xbox mm-hmm. three sixty had almost a ten year life cycle. Like uh, that's what I like. I don't like having to buy a five hundred dollar console all the time. Didn't the PS2 have like a fifteen or yeah? They were still making FIFA. Like, 15 years after that console came out, because mm-hmm. people in Brazil and South America love, love sports games. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, it's really crazy. And, yeah. like, man, like, I don't think there will ever be a one, a one console thing, by but, the, man, it's smart to time, have a Netflix. By the time a PlayStation 5 comes out, it'll, it will be eight years. That's, fun. That's, that's good enough, I guess. But there, but there can be a bridge central for all these exclusive titles to be able to be shared across consoles. Yeah. And that that, yeah. that helps everybody. And the thing, That's a big deal. Yeah. And and the thing about like streaming and stuff, like it's like there's certain places in the middle of the country that don't have good service. But um another reason that like people are thinking this Microsoft thing is true is like Google uh, they're starting to do their own streaming service too. Remember when I got the Assassin's Creed code because Google's doing right, their own streaming right. thing? I could play Assassin's Creed for free for a month to test out the streaming service. You can have the worst computer with bad a bad video card as long as you have good internet. You can play a a, a 2019 game on a shitty computer because of streaming. Mm-hmm. And Google is doing some really impressive technology stuff. And uh, Microsoft bought that that uh, that cloud uh, company for this exact reason. PlayStation bought something called Gaikai, and they're using like PlayStation Now. But PlayStation Now sucks, so don't get that one. Good thing I didn't. I did. Yeah, and the, the streaming's not there yet, but they're working on it. And like, man, like the fact that there there's been Netflix for video games in the past. Mm-hmm. There's uh, there was On Live, there was All Play, there's all these other Sega. smaller ones. Actually, this is going back way in the nineties because in reading the book Console Wars, mm-hmm. Sega actually tried yeah. this before. And it wasn't with the Dreamcast. It was actually with the Genesis because there's like, hey, this was back in the very early days, and they're like, hey, you could play games. That, on was, the that would have been real shitty back then. It, it was it was shitty, but of course back then it was revolutionary. Yeah. Whereas today, thinking the the mere fact or the mere hopeful fact, fingers crossed, that I could play the original Halo, Halo Two, Halo Three, Halo Reach, one of my favorite Halo games Same. of all time, on my Switch and not having to shell out four hundred fifty bucks for a brand new Xbox makes me happy. I will if this service is like tw- if this service is like thirty or forty bucks Dude, for game, a year. Game Pass is ten dollars a month. Ten dollars a month of that's um, hundred twenty bucks a year. You know what? Screw it. The ri- the writing was on the wall a little bit because once the Xbox starting to allow, if you buy a Xbox game, you can mm-hmm. play it on your PC. 
every Xbox game is compatible with your PC. Mm-hmm. You just buy one copy and you play it both times. Uh, and that's really that's, impressive and really nice. That's that's pretty huge. It's really cool. And like it's and Phil Spencer, I was talking to you a little about Phil Spencer, the guy who's running Xbox. He he wants to get games into people's hands. He he like, hey man, you don't have an Xbox? That's sad. I'm gonna do my best to get you to play that, Halo. Uh, that's what? his goal. He wants people to play games. That's that. I'm glad to see Microsoft changing their tune from a few years ago when uh, they had this whole. De- remember the debacle yeah. about the Xbox One about how hard it was. It was gonna to be change. streaming only. Where, hey, let me and tell then, you, Ben. Of course, PlayStation's like, how does trade games with your friends? Give a game ben, to another. That's friend the funny good. thing. Xbox was right. Xbox oh, yeah. was right because if you think about the future, the future is streaming, and mm-hmm. as great as physical stuff is, we can up, we can do so much more with other companies if we allow a a digital service. Yeah, it's like a- if I can't I if I can't play. I'm going to play Halo on, on your Switch. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's the future. You and I right. could play co-op Halo on the Switch. Like, that... I, when I was 10, I was like, oh, the PlayStation's way better than an Xbox. Like, right. who cares? Just play games. Yeah. That's awesome. What's up, Brandon? It doesn't matter. The future is beyond me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Ga- games okay. are out of my reach. But, but I mean, like... You I know, lament they're... the death of physical media. That's all this is. I, I know. Uh, I mean, I, I agree with that, but this isn't killing all physical media. We're getting there. Yeah. <sighs> Ryan's right. Future streaming. I there don't. Be a time. Uh, let's be. Let's I, I be think, straight up. I think. I think. I think. Realistically, ten years, physical media is gone. No. Ten years. No. 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 It, it it might minimize its production, but it won't be gone. Not in that way. Um. No. Nope. People will still. I mean, every time a new game comes out, there's always the digital copy and the physical copy. People. It just have, takes one company to be like. No physical copy. But people are still going up. To, they're still lining up at Best Buy. They're still lining up at GameStop. Buddy, still... Best Buy's going out of business. Are they? Hardcore. Oh, shit. Like, they, they had to take their company off the market because nobody would touch that shit with a 10-foot pole. Hmm. Ben, have... Kingdom Hearts 3 has sold over 5 million copies, and that's they don't they don't, they don't don't talk about digital sales. So it's nope. 5 million physical copies. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about the future anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, I, no. don't, I don't think physical media is going to die it, like all physical media will die in our lifetime. I don't no, think that's going to happen. In our lifetime, no. I mean, come on. If vinyl Hope records right. can make a comeback, I'm pretty sure we're fine. Oh my God, you're totally right. If something from 20 years, 30 years ago, yeah. 100%. Hope you're right. Moving on. Um, you guys done with that? Do you, you're not excited at all about, yeah. about companies being friends with each other? I have no opinion on video games oh, for the most part. Well, sure, but I mean like this this kind of like bridging this is, merger. This sets like a what precedent. I was saying, like that what this could be, that this is what this comics This isn't just about too. video games. What, this is what, about companies working together in the future. Yeah. What this says this to is, what this says to me, I'm I'm. It's a it's not it's a partnership. Is, this is what I this this is why I said the future is beyond me because it's not the only thing. I'm a I'm a I'm a catastrophist. Mm-hmm. Like I I think the absolute worst at every single time. And when you say to me the future is streaming, well you're absolutely right. I can definitely see in my lifetime all physical media going bye bye. And working together is great. But there is a world where, you know, that only gets you so far. It's cool to see. I think I think video games are too expensive, and consoles, you know, you Here's, know I, I, I think consoles are very are very expensive, and so it could uh, minimize the cost. But what do we lose? I want to talk about I want to talk about it real quick. People always complain about video games being expensive. They've been sixty dollars for over ten years. Mm-hmm. I put one hundred fifty hours into The Witcher. That's a sixty dollars game. I go see a movie. That's an hour and a half. I'm spending almost twenty thirty dollars because of snacks and tickets. How is that? How is that not the same price? I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it's different. I don't, so are movies too? Are movies expensive? Yes. Okay. It's too. It's too expensive to go to the movie theater. That's why. Um, that's why a service like Movie Pass bit off more than they can chew. 
Mm. Like a subscription service like Movie Pass came out. It's like ten bucks to see any movie you want. For, That's why Game Pass is for great. Another, Game Pass, is, you know, amazing. because these things are too expensive. People are looking for the cheaper alternative. And Xbox is smart. But look what they, happened. They're... But look what happened to Movie Pass. They're gone. I think it's a very different state than physically going somewhere and just. It's like it's more like Netflix than it is Movie Pass. It's all digital. It's not going somewhere. Yes, but Netflix is actively trying to destroy uh, physical media. Mm, well, we can thank Steven Spielberg for ruining it, for for gonna kill Netflix. That's a different thing altogether, and he is being uh, talk about Brie Larson. He is being misquoted like crazy. Yeah, I know. So let's not touch that. I just think this isn't just good for video games. I think this is a really cool precedent for the future. I will have to. See, I will. I will have to see where this goes. I think I I, I don't disagree. Uh, but I don't really have any stake in it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's not really something. I I don't disagree with you guys. I I really don't. I don't. I, I only just tried to. Have a conversation, All right? But I uh, really, I have no stake in this. <laughs> You're not much of a gamer guy. That's that's fine. No, that's true. Um, speaking yeah. of games, um, <laughs> I'll start here. No, I don't want to start there. I want to start here last. Dark Phoenix. Uh, we'll start. Start here. bad first. Yeah, yeah. Oh, bad yeah. first. Yeah, bad first. Dark Phoenix releases <laughs> a trailer. Um, so sure can I, let's be positive first, if we can. can I think we? there. I, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I think there are some really cool, like like special effect shots. Like there's a shot with Magneto holding up some guns. Yeah. Looked yeah. really cool. Yeah. There are some really cool special effect shots. Uh, that's all I got. Are the costume? Can we say yay or nay are the costumes? They're fine. I, don't, I do think the the translation of the Chris Burnham costume. I think they're good. Worked really well. Yeah. Okay, okay, because I thought that was a positive, but that's, I didn't. That's that's all I got about positives, to be honest. Look, um, um I I think I think Sophie Turner. Looks great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think she's really doing a lot in this performance. That we can see in the tra- in the trailer. Yeah. Um, I don't like that the director okayed a major spoiler in the trailer and then proceeded to talk about the entire plot of the film and the interview afterwards. Like, so for people, Screw you buddy. This isn't a this isn't a spoiler because it's in the this trailer. Could be, this could be the death of this guy's career. And it's like the start of it in a way because it's his first movie he directed. Because because he's been attached to so many things, and we talked about he's a, he's a bullet dodger. Yeah, he, he, he yeah. he's he's put himself on bad things and good things, and when it's bad, he puts it on the other guy. But this is all on him now. And this is all on him. So like the okay, I forgot his name. Like this this trailer like uh, Simon, Simon Kinberg. Kinberg. Like Kinberg. this 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 trailer isn't like the worst trailer on the planet. It's it looks not, fine. It's it's like I don't think it's good, but like it bothered me. More than I, than the more I think about it, just simply for the fact that like they reveal a tr- they reveal a major character death. Let's just say it's Mystique. Mystique dies in this yes. tra- in the trailer. And if Simon Kinberg didn't do an interview explaining everything he says next, what I'm about to say, then I would be like, okay, like maybe she dies. But the interview he gave is straight up. You know, Mystique dies, and we want to show you in the trailer this movie has real stakes, and this movie is going to be really shocking. How is showing me one of the major characters dying in the trailer going to surprise me? Because I know it's coming. Because she's the only character who's going to die. I don't think so. I think this is going to be like the. I think. I think there's going to be some serious deaths since this is the last movie. Um, I think this. I think he's like well, setting that, us that, up. That goes. That goes to. I don't think this film was intended to be the last movie. Yeah. So maybe the reshoots added a ton of stuff. I think more people are going to die. One of the things that I've noticed is that Mystique is clear. Mystique's death is clearly a reshoot yes. because her face is CG, not makeup. Guys, if you would have told me that we'd ha- that I personally would have problems with two blue CJ characters in a month, get out of here. Mystique's never here. been CG. She's no. always been makeup. It looks it looks bad, man. Yeah, looks like Chris. Looks like um uh uh um what's his name? Jake Johnson in the Mummy. Oh yeah. Oh my God, the bad yeah. <laughs> the bad facial overla- overlays. Right. Yeah. Um, when I was watching this trailer, honestly, I was like, this looks like a bunch of cues from the from X Men Last Stand. Looks and, a lot like the Last Stand. Yeah, and that movie was. <sighs> and I, I, it's, and, and I, Jessica Chastain may or may not be an alien. 
Uh, she's doing weird hand stuff. The Phoenix Force. You know what's really, 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 really weird about the Phoenix Force? It looks like they retroactively retconned X Men Dark X Men Apocalypse yeah. to having the Dark Phoenix, the Phoenix Force, like approach <sighs> her in this film. Whereas in in Apocalypse, it's like it's it emerges clearly in her already. Yeah, yeah. like like it's 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 the it's the original thing of it's yeah. just her psychic power. She should have already had because we see because obviously in Apocalypse we see it and then that's kind of like the key was like, hey, guess what? Dark Phoenix is coming because it was the and it was the whole X Men thing. It was the whole X Men thing is that it's just her power. It's 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 not an extra. And this is force. why I'm even getting more mad thinking about it because you have 50 years of X Men history yeah. to to do a movie, right? Mm-hmm. You have you wanna, free reign to go full comic book yes. now. You really like Jean Grey as a character. Cool. You want to do the Dark Phoenix again. Because you feel like you screwed up the first time. I get it. Which you did. Which you did. <laughs> Which you did. Let's, yeah. let's I clear. get it. You are literally doing the same thing from the movie you already did. This is... If you, you saw the poster where you, she's in the same outfit. Have you got... Okay. The Dark Phoenix saga, it's a called a saga for a reason. Yeah. Because it's like it's like 100 issues. And, and uh, I'm getting... I'm really getting mad, actually. <laughs> I'm really getting mad thinking about <laughs> yeah. this. Science okay. heated. Because if you want to do a Dark Phoenix saga, that's great. Do the comic. Because the comic has her dealing with space stuff. She doesn't start as a Dark Phoenix. She's Jean Grey as the yeah. Phoenix, and she becomes the, the Dark Phoenix. It's not like it's, a gradual, it's not some like emotional thing that blurts out of her. It's a gradual progression. And you know what's the worst thing that double bothers me? We're doing the mental block thing. We're like, oh, I had to block a part of her brain so she doesn't know that she's uh, mad. That's not even in the effing comic. That's that's from The Last Stand. It mm-hmm. is. I It, it, so the, it hurts me. So in The Last Stand, they, they basically changed Jean Grey to be Scarlet Witch. Yes. Like in in the last stand, she's Scarlet Witch. She's dressed she has like uncontrollable her. Uncontrollable power. She's yeah. uncontrollable power. She's dressed like her. It it is the Scarlet Witch. Um. Now Elizabeth the, Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, yes. For for reference. MCU. Uh. So in this, it the the poster came out where she's wearing a long red coat. Yep. It, long red, sleeves. Red sleeves. Long sleeve. Yep. Red sleeves. And she to be fair, she's more casual underneath. But the color scheme is still the same. She's they're still trying to invoke like that, that color room. scheme. No, yeah. but she's not Scarlet Witch. That's the no, thing. Yeah. You have tell uh, Simon Kinberg that. And again, clearly he doesn't know. Again, if we if you remember the last stand, there was a major character death that that I was like, oh, this, the stakes are real. Yeah, like Cyclops uh, died right then and there. No, I'm talking Man. about Professor X. Oh yeah, he died too. <laughs> yeah. Both Cyclops and Professor X die in that film. Yeah, and then they magically. Uh, <laughs> and then, and then Mystique pro- is the new Cyclops, and then Professor X magically oh, comes right. back to life in Wolverine. But oh my god, we're talk about that. That it's the same it's, movie. It's the same movie. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Except Jessica Chastain is here now. Yeah. What now? And I don't worry, fans. We're not killing Cyclops this time because we know you like this actor whose name I forget because he—that's how much he sucks. Hi, Sheridan. Ter- Thank Ter- you. I was about to say Taron Egerton. More, no. more than uh, James Marsden. We know you like this guy better, so we're going to keep this Cyclops no. around. I'm like, no, the Cyclops. And you know what? You Honestly, kill? like Beast, Beast doesn't look that great either. No. I, I don't know what's going on with any of the makeup in this movie. I mean, also look, it's starting to bother me that that Beast, Mystique, well, less so Mystique. Oh, they're forty years older. Fifty. Fuck. These people are supposed to be <laughs> fifty years old. <laughs> yeah, this is the nineties. No, yeah, this is the nineties. Beast- are you finally coming around to my argument? Now I am because now we're in the nineties, and I'm like, now you can't pull this off. Yeah, yeah. Nicholas uh, Holt shouldn't look the same age as Cyclops. Yeah. He's nope. fifty. And, and men like, okay, game in. My, <laughs> so like my, you, you guys is back. You guys know my thing. Like, I don't like, I don't like franchises or stories sure. to end on a down note. And like, maybe this, this one could, is. Maybe this could be good, but like, I don't know, dude. I'm looking at this, and I'm getting. I'm not gonna and like I all mean, the buzz like surrounding it like we've we've all heard from now, different people. Like, I, I it's know not good. the I know the whole co- I, mean, I know the whole. Um, I mean, just looking at that. that There's a finished cut of this film that's going around that people are saying it's not yeah. good. No, but looking at uh, Sophie Turner's um, Jean Grey, 
wherever the frack she is. Yeah. The Dark Phoenix looking at that costume. I hate. I know it's not a good argument of saying, look at a cosplayer. Now look what this big budget Hollywood movie is doing. I don't Cos- want to hear the next part of your sentence because I don't agree with that argument. I don't. I don't really agree with that. Either, but goddamn, you're right, Brandon. They could have gone full comic book and they didn't. And the only good thing they did was the, if they wanted to try. Here, you know what? If they why wanted, doesn't she have a sash like if, Dark? The dark if, just if, yeah. have a sash. If they wanted to invoke, remember um, first class. Mm-hmm. First class mm-hmm. isn't the isn't the exact comic books. No, the, not at all. Comic book outfit, but close enough. Outfit. Days of Future Past isn't the exact, but they still harken back to those colors. Mm-hmm. They still try their best to kind of, you know, harken to those to, the, to those ideas. Yeah. Hell, even the end of Apocalypse, so she had Mystique they, in the her classic yeah. white costume. So why don't they want to put Jean in at least a color scheme that invokes? The Dark I, Phoenix outfit. I really uh-huh. just, I really think Simon Kidberg has like a hard on for like I messed up so bad. I have to redo. I have to remake my movie. Like I don't even have to do a new interpretation. I have to remake it. The problem was Brett Ratner, not me. Yeah, like I, I really feel that way now that this. Oh my god, out. the Bullet Dodger. That's exactly what he's doing. The problem was Brett Ratner, yeah. not me. And you know what? And Let again, me prove it. And again, like, uh, like Brett Ratner is like a whatever director, but like I don't blame him entirely for Last Stand because he came in two weeks before that movie started shooting. He had no pre-production on it. He was like, here you go, make the movie. And I'm like, I, I guess you did what you did. This movie, like, Kinberg was there from the start. He wrote it, and he's just making the same and he's movie. And been, he's been involved in the X-Men yeah. film since X-Men. And I blame like, Kinberg for everything I don't like in X-Men movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there are many things. Yeah. And like, I blame him. I know. I, know like, I blame him for the stupid 10-year gap every freaking movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. The, whoever thought of that, good Lord, like, you need to write your characters like a Decade, a decade Different. of stuff has happened. I will only. Give. I can't even totally buy, but I let it go. How much time is supposed to have passed from Marvel Cinematic Universe film to the next time I see yeah. a character like two or three years later? And it's like they've lived two or three years of life, and I'm like, man, I. All right, if yeah. you say so, I guess I'll believe you. The only one, but you but come to tough. the X Men movies, and it's like, hey, a whole decade happened since only, the last time the you saw only them. Only one, first no, it didn't. Days, first class to future past, there was clearly time, and clearly stuff happened, yeah. and, yeah. and they all have different it. hairstyles, and uh-huh. they all are a little di- like that one. I buy it, but then Apocalypse, like ah. Xavier's mansion, run down, decrepit, yeah, just Xavier up. himself, yeah. run down, decrepit. I still, yeah. I, I will still argue that I don't buy that. You tell me it's been ten years, I would buy like four, yeah, but. I'll give that one at to least you. Time, at least they made an like effort. I will acknowledge they made yeah. an effort to show some amount of time had passed. But they they didn't. Yeah. The pass 10 years that. Like, they were just like, oh man, I just want years, the motif right. of once you get to twenty in the pocket of like, all right, now you guys are pushing it. And then we're we're in the nineties, so like, oh let's say let's say conservatively, Xavier is twenty five when he when he when he <laughs> in first class. Conservatively. Let's say conservatively. The professor at twenty five, hell yeah. Let's just say he's just that smart. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. twenty five he he graduates college. So he'd graduates. be sixty five in so this movie. So he's thirty five in Days of Future Past. Yeah. Okay, sure. 45 in, in Apocalypse. Apocalypse. You're pushing 55 here. here. No, he no. should be looking at Patrick Stewart like Patrick Stewart. He should be looking like Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart's probably older or younger than he, than he, sh- than he was in the first X-Men yeah. movie. Yes. I'm pretty sure he was. Man, this yeah. is... And like, and like I, I know you're not going to like me saying this, Brandon, but like, like seeing what this is, and this is the final death knell, I'm like, I really can't wait for a reboot. I know. I'm sorry, but like, I which ha- has nothing to do with like all the previous with- Fox X movies. No, 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 no. This has to do with like Apocalypse was disappointing. Like, this looks even worse. I've had 20 years with these characters. Like, this is it, and I'm like, cool. I'm ready for that new creative team. Like, this I've had I, my I issues. Wish, I wish that these film. I wish. I wish like you, Ryan. I wish that these films would go on on a higher note. Yeah. Because I have spent 17 years with these. Well, one more. 
20 years with these yeah. characters. Yeah. And, and I, I like most of the I, X-Men I do films. too. I do too. But like, it's been long enough now where I'm like, eh, I'm down for a change. In, in hindsight, I wish that they just stopped at Days of Future Past. Yeah. 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 yeah, you know, it, it, like, it would have felt, like, felt like a full loop. It's and a like, perfect and, ending, and I'd, and I'd say, well, you know, the truly only bad X Men movies, like flat out bad X Men movies, would be Wolverine and three and three. Well, yeah, and I'm well, like, X Men Origins, X Men Origins. That's what he. That's what yeah. he. That's meant. what I'm saying. Yeah, and because uh, the Wolverine, I think, is a good movie. Yeah, yeah, and everybody knows I don't mean the Wolverine. Yes, um, <laughs> and uh, then then and Days of Future Past undoes the crap. Of last stand, and again, so it ends whatever. perfectly. Like yeah. with Gene and Scott, there, like it's so it's so Be nice done. and comforting. And then it even continues that with one of the best films we've got in years, Logan. Yeah, Logan. Now that, right, but like the proper X Men films end with Days of Future Past because the next film was Logan. Yeah, yeah. The next film was Logan. The next film was Logan. And now you have Logan, and now you're done. Now you're done. You're done. I mean, you got bye Deadpool, bye. but whatever. Yeah. Deadpool yeah. lives in his own space. De- Deadpool's but, fine, but Deadpool's and it's Deadpool. and it's just whatever. I mean, he clearly lives in the space as established in Deadpool two of these new X Men films, yeah. which I don't even want to think about that timeline. That's, I, that's a, just a joke to me. Like, I, I, no, I know like, it's a gag. Yeah, yeah. I know it's a gag, but it's there. Yeah. Um. Anyway, this uh, I told Ryan this. This trailer gave me a lot of uh, Silver Surfer vibes. Mm-hmm. Rise of the Silver. A lot Empire. of Silver Surfer vibes. Yeah. Which. I also look back that on it. That new movie like, written by woof, Brian K. Vaughn. Woof. I, Remember that? Remember that? We all have our I don't mistakes. know. I don't know. I just, I, I know there are people who are saying like, you know what it is? I, I, even everything that Ryan said, even everything about this movie that like we're looking at and we're like, come on, what the hell? I don't, I don't care. We had Jean in a movie. One movie. Why do I care? She wasn't even a main character in no. it. She was a secondary character in it. Why do I care this much about Jean Grey? Why do I care this because much Simon about Kinberg Cyclops? Because Simon Kinberg cares about her. <laughs> They're not the characters that we've spent a lot of time with, not these versions. Yeah. We've spent time with only four characters that we really have any connection to, and they should all be 55. Right. Yeah. It, it, like, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Does this movie All end? of a sudden, I'm supposed to be very invested in this iteration of Jean Grey because she was in half of the last movie? Does this movie Why? end with, with the older versions of the characters at the end? No. I don't care. No, that kind of hurt, bums me out. Because like, oh, if, Storm if, is in this trailer. Yeah. yeah, she is. I forget she's a character. Mm-hmm. You know what? I feel bad for that actress because I think she's doing a pretty cool job of being a new Storm. Yeah. And uh, I think she just gets a real. She's got just the she's worst cool position haircut. because she's coming in. On, she's coming in as a relatively newbie unknown. to the, all yeah. this and unknown. Just, and she's in the worst movies. I just remember when she tweeted about the Disney Fox merger at first, and she's like, "You guys all act like I'm losing my job. Nope, I'm here forever." Oh, honey. And it's like, girl. "No, you're you lost your job. Oh, sorry, girl. Honey, you, don't have, you lost your job. You don't have a job anymore. I'm sorry. Maybe you can go to Black Panther. Don't worry, guys. We still have new mutants to look forward to. Probably not. Nope. Hellboy had a trailer this week. <laughs> oh, hey, something good. I thought the trailer was put really fine. I thought you know I what? You fun. know what? New Mutants would be nice because then we could go out on that. Mm, yeah. In the long run, it could be like, hey. Do, what do you mean? You saw it when it came out in April of 2018. Mutants. What are you talking oh, about? Man. The movie came out a year ago. My memory's terrible. Or yeah. a couple weeks ago. Or a couple. Jeez. <laughs> Good lord. Cheers. <laughs> All right. What are we talking about? Hellboy, Hellboy released a trailer. Hellboy released a trailer. This one looked. Uh, I you know I was pretty critical of the last trailer. I thought this trailer showed the uh, showed a bit more of the tone. Uh, I think it's starting to solidify more. I think this trailer was a lot better. Yes, I agree. I agree, and I definitely one hundred percent agree with all the criticisms of the first one. I think I think we needed to see an R-rated trailer to really get a feeling of what the movie was. Uh, I'm gonna be. This isn't gonna work. I'm a Capricorn, and you're 
freaking insane. And you're effing ugly, man. Uh, I'm going to be a little bit critical and say there are, there are moments of this where the CGI reminds me of BRPD. Mm-hmm. And this I'm movie like, has a lower budget than Guillermo's first movie. Yeah, and I'm like, yikes. But I'm also like... Yeah, but I don't care. Yeah, that's that. See, that's how I feel. Like I, uh, the designs look real good. Yeah, like and it, they're all, most of them are all straight from the comics. It's great. Um, I am really excited for this movie. It just looks like if this movie is like a totally like a seven out of ten, I expect that. This just looks like a really fun beat 'em up. You got some good one liners. Bombastic. Uh, Dymo looks really good. It, I looked it up by the way. The Blood Queen is the character who kills Hellboy. She is cool. Yeah, she cool, is. Cool. She's his final villain in, nice. in the Hellboy comics. Uh the Wild Hunt. Yes, and they are also in that movie. That's awesome. She's the Lady of the Lake, and she's such a powerful sorceress. She's much like Hela in the MCU that she gets banished away, and then when the witches who banished her start losing their power, she's like, "What's up? I'm back. Let's take over the world." So Great. yeah, I think that you know, I think the first trailer showed more of a tone of like an '80s action film, and it didn't really jive with the with, with the images they were showing. But mm-hmm. this film is like, no, we're just doing a ridiculous. Really gory. <laughs> really gory action adventure film. Yeah. Um, my favorite's, uh, my favorite, I'm really glad Dymo's in this movie. He's Daniel Day Kim. Uh, he's a wear jaguar. <laughs> he gets bitten by a, a ghost jaguar or something weird. But um, he, he's like, he needs to get his game, he needs to like, he needs to get angry. He's like the Hulk. He needs to get angry to turn into the jaguar. So uh, Hellboy's like, I need you to put your game face on. He just punches him in the face and he gets launched across the room. With his, with the arm. With the, with the, the right hand of doom. And Hellboy's just like, get angry. And then he's like, you mother ever, and turns into a jaguar. <laughs> and I'm like, that's, all, that's, that's great. I'm sold. He rides a giant dragon with a flaming sword. That's like, awesome. This movie just looks like a ton of fun. It, it's not like it looks like this. This might this movie might bring about the apocalypse. Yeah, um, it's either that or some like weird vision or because in the yeah. Hellboy universe, towards the end of it, they they brought about the apocalypse. It happened. The yeah. apocalypse happened in the Hellboy comics. So apparently, uh, after I, was, I watched the trailer, it said, "Oh, here's all the people in the movie." Blah blah blah. And Thomas Hayden Church as Lobster Johnson, and Lobster Whoa. Johnson is a 1930s vigilante. I. Didn't know Lobster yes. Johnson was going to be yeah. in this movie. Thomas Hayden Church, thirties vigilante, and he he has he doesn't actually. What's have a, up, Sandman? Yeah, he doesn't have a lobster hand, but uh, on his palm he has a, a imprint of a claw that he imprints and burns onto your skull and onto your body. Yeah. Um, also, so, Rasputin is back in this movie. Yes, a different. Obviously, a different, it's a different character, different but like they're redoing his origin, just like like a cheaper version of the origin, uh, which is fine. Uh, it'll, you'll never beat Guillermo's Guillermo's uh, opening. <laughs> oh my god! Right. Careful, Thomas Hayden Church. I forgot he was an actor. He's a lo- yep. You were you were you were like wondering like who are they talking about? I looked him up. That's that's why I said way to go, Sandman. Yeah. George yeah. of the Jungle. Yeah. yeah, he's a bad guy. Yeah. He's a bad guy in George of the Jungle. Yeah, he's great. He's a real bad guy. Real really, cheesy. Bad I'm just guy. so confused. Real big in the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, I'm just so confused. Bad because guy falls in. Poop. Hellboy takes place in like modern times, but you. Lobster Johnson is a self-contained 1930s serial action well, comic. Probably, probably time travel. So it's like not time travel, but like. Flashbacks I, like, to the fla- yeah, I'm just wondering, like, if oh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Thomas Broom, the the doctor, Ian, what's his name, Ian McShane, Ian McShane. he's probably gonna hang out with them because Lobster Johnson was there uh, when Hellboy was uh, first arrived. Yeah, I so think that makes the, sense. The the first the arrival of Hellboy will probably be seen more comic accurate than it was in the yes. first movie. In the and first like Hellboy all thing. of these monsters, like I I went to like I watched an IGN video and like every monster is just like, yep, here's from this comic, here's from this comic, and I'm like, this is it's fun. It just looks like a really it, fun movie. It looks like it goes a lot of places. I'm really excited yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. He has a he has like a, he has a bigger sword than Cloud like cut the foot off a giant. I'm yeah. like hell yeah, dude. Um, all right. Speaking of fun movies, Detective Pikachu released a new trailer, and I think it looks real good. So you said um, you got Silver Surfer vibes from um, uh, what movie? Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. 
I I was trying to feel like I'm so excited for Detective Pikachu. Same here. And especially after this trailer, I'm like I I feel really giddy thinking about this. And the last right. time I felt this way was Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Where it's a movie that I did not expect to be as good as it was. And I'm just like, man, I'm really jonesing for this unexpected thing. And I'm getting like, I'm really hyped. I'm yeah. really hyped for I this. I think this this trailer shows a lot more Pokemon who look yeah. real good oh, in yeah. live action. Yeah. Um, a lot more comedy with with Pikachu. Mm-hmm. The the Ryan Reynolds is channeling something. Yeah. And I think it's working. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think the the interplay between the characters is like the the bit where they're in the bar where he's like, okay, first thing, either he faked his death to get away from someone, or someone, someone else faked, faked his death, yeah. or he, he faked, faked someone, someone else's, else's death. death. That last one doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> that last one doesn't work at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's still he's still kind of just being Ryan Reynolds, but like he's so good at that. Right. Like it, it's 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 working. It's fitting for him. But he's yeah. doing like cute Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not doing like sexy Ryan Pika, Reynolds or Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> I just love when he's like, get me the hell out of here and then Charizard's yeah. doing flamethrower. Pika, Oh yeah, so this movie's PG-13. Yeah. So that means somebody made a joke like, oh my god, that means Pikachu can say the F word one time. Oh. <laughs> We're gonna have Pikachu say the F word in this movie. We already got Pikachu I, d- I doubt it. No, I know. It's just... I, that's really funny. We got PG funny. We already got PG. We already got a Pikachu cursing. Yeah. 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 This yeah. movie looks really good. Uh, yeah. th- it is. I don't think Mewtwo is the villain. Is the main villain? I think there's more to it. Oh, it's Giovanni. It's Giovanni. It's, they're building. Uh, like I was telling Ryan, it's it's weird to be in a place where you know they're building a cinematic know universe. This is, not only that, yeah. you know this is the beginning of a cinematic universe that's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> We've never been there. Like we haven't. Where we see a trailer and we go, well, that's a cinematic universe that's going to succeed because this thing is going to do it's gonna, really it's gonna, well. This movie's going to make a billion dollars. It's going to It's going to make a billion dollars. And it's going to make all that money and they're going to make more. Whether it's a direct sequel next or they just are like, hey, you want to come back to that Pokemon yeah. world? Here's another Pokemon movie. That will happen. The we hype is so real. Q, we see yeah. Cubone come out of a Pokeball and I was like, that looks real good. Yeah. All Every, all everything I've seen involving the po- the Pokemon just look fantastic. Uh, and the second, I, I'm not going to lie, when YouTube busted out of that Pikachu balloon, I'm like, oh, yeah. oh man. Shit. There was a guy I was watching this, I was watching this trailer was this, oh shit. Like that yeah. Mewtwo sequence yeah. is I, awesome. I wasn't yeah. expecting Mewtwo. I mean, yeah, you could get the argument as all this shit kept Mewtwo, but no, that, seeing Mewtwo makes me want to see this movie even more. Now here's, here's, why well, he might not be Giovanni's probably the, the villain probably like but or Team Rocket or Team someone whoever Man, Team, Rocket's Team Rocket's in this movie holy shit well not just team, you know, uh, the other teams from the other games Lickitung's tongue was not meant to be made real <laughs> nope. and it, no. it kind of makes me uncomfortable yes <laughs> but I'm still I've excited done. about this yeah. movie that is a disturbing yeah. Lickitung we're yeah. looking at the image right now that yeah. tongue is too realistic. There's a lot. Tongues of, are slimy, man. There's a lot of these these Pokemon. We're like, you shouldn't have. Oh yeah. Like it was, it was <laughs> like the, that Apom. No, it was the that first was freaky. It was yeah. the first time we see Mr. Mime in the first uh-huh. trailer. Yeah. And you're just like, that's well, not that skin. One, that one weirds people <laughs> out because that? he no. looks a little more like a clown. No, the one that weirds people out is Machamp because Machamp is the size oh, of a sure, human sure. being uh-huh. and he's wearing a belt, but the belt is part of his skin. So that means when he evolves, he grows plastic around his body. Yeah, that's when people were freaking out. Like, okay, some of these Pokemon are gonna be really weird to translate. Okay, yeah. we but we saw Snorlax and it was cool. No, oh dude, he's a giant sleepy boy. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I'm I'm I'm, I'm so jazzed. so very stoked about this movie. I really do hope that there is there is Team Rocket illusions that Giovanni kind of is lurking in the so, background. Uh-huh. Because again, like this is something I, I, that I want to get us to at some point is the Pokemon manga is really interesting because that's all about Giovanni wanting to do certain things 
to rule the world essentially yeah. using Pokemon, and that goes way deeper than it's what the cloning. anime ever touched. Yeah. Oh, it's way more than that. Oh. Way more than mm. that if you read the manga and uh, and Red as the main character that is the first person to kind of figure that out and yeah. go, oh snap! And then trainers around the world are like, oh man, like Team Rocket's really doing some dangerous stuff. And that manga takes it a lot more seriously. I'd like to see some of that stuff translated to the films. So. Either either sequels to Detective Pikachu or this oh, wider. Si- I'm on board. I'm a thousand percent there. Yeah. Make this cinematic universe. I'm there. I can't even imagine like because they're not starting off with like red or blue. No. So like they really could. We don't even know if they're in that movie. In this movie, they could they could surprise right. us totally. Right. Uh, I could see like a ca- uh, a cameo or a reference. Yeah. To red. I don't but, think we'll do that. So I I, I think. I don't think we'll get a cameo or a reference, but if they ever do another Pokemon movie and not a Detective Pikachu movie, it's for sure red. Yeah. The, the way the way I see this happening is like like day one, it makes all the money, and they announce like their trench esque movie. That's I would not, not the actual sequel. Be surprised at all if at the end of Detective Pikachu, there's a moment where it's like, oh, and then there's this guy over here. Oh, you ever met? Oh, you ever meet Professor? And they have his they have his name, and it's a different name and all that. It's like his normal name. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's my name, but my nickname's Red. And you're like, oh, oh, are you pulling a Dark Knight Rises Robin on me? I mean, like, kinda, kinda. It wouldn't surprise me because everybody will be there for it. Everybody wants it. It's like, yeah, you call me that, but everyone calls me Red. So, I, I do personally feel because I watched the trailer a bunch, and I also watched the rewind video that explained a lot of it. There's a lot of this movie that. It's been revealed, unfortunately. Um, you see the dad go missing because he's looking for Pokemon. You see the the wanted the the missing Pokemon, all this, all the different Pokemon missing. You see the cloning facilities that are destroyed when somebody escapes from it. You see the dad walking from the uh, when he's crawling under the car. I didn't catch any of this. Yeah. This is all news to me. Yeah, this this is all in the trailer. Yeah, Giovanni's work using those cloning facilities. You see Mewtwo escape. All the Pokemon that are hunting down the main characters have blue have purple eyes. They're all the right. I didn't catch any of that. Mewtwo is controlling them. I didn't didn't catch that. Yeah, specifically the the, the Greninjas. You see like their purple eyes. But there can still be more to this. No, I agree. I'm excited. What I mean is they might have revealed Mewtwo, but that's because I'm a guarantee that Giovanni's in this. And that excites me. So here's the the thing, you know, about marketing. That is the the unfortunate truth. Uh, We are not the the target audience for this movie. So so what they are trying to do is they're trying to get kids in, in, in seats. And you know what? Kids don't care about these about these. Sort oh of things. no, no, I agree. This is this is me because like I'm a movie person who really knows a lot about Pokemon and movies. That's just like like I could see, I see the formulaic structure of how movies are made. Yeah. That's just me. I'm so excited. But I'm just not distracting anything. Like no, I'm I know. so I'm just, excited. I'm just. So it's like excited. it's it's like how we were talking about Missing Link. Look, Missing Link tells us the ending. But that's I, yeah, because it's not, not it's, it's not, not super important. And again and again. This is going to be the best video game movie ever. 100%. Not just this is going game. to be the best anime movie ever. Sorry, Alita. <laughs> someone was talking about, someone was saying, like, Detective Pikachu is just Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Changed my mind. It's like, so wait, so wait, hold on. A director. So, no, so, so like, a, a, a director took inspiration from another genre that worked to make a genre that historically has never worked to work? Huh. <laughs> Gee. Jeez. Don't see a problem. I love Space Jam. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't see a problem. Yeah. I'm I'm so excited. I want. Yeah. I uh, cannot wait for May. I want to see this movie so bad. Yeah. Godzilla's I in May. I still just can't Ooh, believe like movies. Like besides, movies. Besides Endgame, like I'm so excited for P- Pikachu. I still. I can't believe I that's my remember most anticipated. That, that and Pikachu and Godzilla. Yeah. I still remember us John bashing us saying shit about yeah. how how stupid a Detective Pikachu movie is. Yeah. Then that first trailer came out. All of us did a complete This is going to be us yeah, in six I'm months with that Scooby-Doo movie. I'm, oh, I'm eating that crow. Yeah. Oh, man. I really, I'm I happily... I don't want to be eating oh, that yeah. Scooby-Doo I'm crow. I'm happily eating this crow. This but is I'll delicious murk crow. crow. 
That's a Pokemon. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, one last little tidbit I wanted to talk about because I realized that I don't think we ever touched on it. I don't know if I think it was last week, but not this week. Uh, they confirmed that in A Quiet Place 2, Emily Blunt's coming back. Yeah. And I was real sad. Ooh. I'm. But John Krasinski's coming I back to deliberately, right, right? That's well, not the. Sure, I, but that's not the point. No, I deliberately I didn't look at that because I didn't want to know. Yeah, uh, Emily Blunt is definitely coming back. Yeah, and this I'm is really the upset saddest, me. most upsetting news that I could have gotten about that movie because I'm like, I really wanted you to explore other things. Yeah. And I didn't need another story with now, Emily Blunt. Now, if. Okay, so. No, because you'd want an original story. Because, like, we're, we were going to get a sequel no matter what. And, like,. And like, hey, listen, and, uh, not only that, it was that when they announced it, they were saying, oh, there's all these other places we could go. John yeah. Krasinski was saying there's all these different perspectives remember, you yeah, can yeah. get of the thing. And I'm like, I'm so down. We don't need to follow Emily Blunt's crusade to be like, I found how to kill him. It makes me <laughs> wonder if like they were like, uh, John Krasinski, listen, we're going to make the sequel. You can be a part of it or you cannot be a part of it. And he's like, I mean, if you're going to ruin my baby, I'd rather I ruin it. So like, oh, you know what I mean? It's it's a real bummer. It's like a, a Stranger Things situation where like I wanted that show to be an anthology. That was gonna be such a good like, yeah, just yeah. different different places, oh my God. different stories. Dude, and they're not doing it. What if it's Happy Death Day to you though? What if they subvert it and turn it into a, a sci-fi they're comedy? No, that. I know, I know. I mean, you know, it, it, when A Quiet Place was originally touted to be the next Cloverfield film, like the idea of making the Cloverfield films an anthology horror franchise. Yeah. yeah, the the idea of a quiet place being like, okay, now we're in an urban area, and it's like right after it started, and I'm like, oh yeah. man, twenty eight days later, that sounds like a great movie. Yeah, the same thing. It's like twenty eight <sighs> weeks later, it's a whole. But no, place. we're just gonna yeah. follow on from the last thing. I yeah, guess, whatever. Anyway, let's move on. We're pretty long. When I was a young boy, my father took me into the city to see the Umbrella Academy. He told me mm-hmm. that they were. The saviors, the beaten and the broken, the broken and the down. Nope, you messed it up. I fucked it up. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was pretty good. Though. I, I even yeah. used our one. I'm F-bomb. sorry, but F bomb. Yeah, I, I did the thing, but Everybody we're talking about the Umbrella Academy, written by kinda MCR ruins, singer but Gerard Way. Kind of yes. ruins the illusion that we just went from the news to this. Does it? No. Yeah. How? Because now it's like, okay, let's get into our topic. Sings. That I mean, was, that's fine. I don't see anything wrong with that. Of course, now you ruined the illusion. Damn it! I'm okay with that. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the Umbrella Academy real Holy quick. crap. So um, how far are you guys in the Netflix show? Because I'm on episode five. Uh, we say uh, Sparks and I only uh-huh. watched two episodes. Yeah. I did. didn't say it. That we watched all two episodes. I didn't say it. It's fine. All right, because I know we were only supposed to watch the one. Yeah. So well, I, I, like, when this thing started, like, this idea of doing the show and the comic, like, uh-huh. I originally wanted it to be a little more, but I know that's unrealistic for scheduling. Mm-hmm. But like specifically with this comic, like it's it's hard for me to only watch one episode and then read the whole volume because so much happens and it's yeah. hard. Like well, it's hard to talk about the beginning. Well, that's why I said in the you know in, last week is get as far as you can. Get yeah. as far as you can. Yeah. yeah. And that, for me, it was an episode and a half. That's yeah, fine. That's fine. If, I, if I hadn't worked so much this week, we probably would have gotten a lot further. Yeah. Yeah. But so, it just didn't time out well. Yeah. For Because I saw the show first. Mm-hmm. Um, Fanny was watching it. Then I started watching it with her. And we're on episode five. And I really enjoy that show. I read the comic. Uh, it's a great show. A uh, couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And then after reading the book, the first six issues of the Apocalypse Suite. Yep. Which I believe has the detail directed to the sh- Or it's kind of like attached to the show in a way. What, the Apocalypse Suite? Yeah, Apocalypse We suite. haven't seen anything haven't about seen... it yet. I'm... You're further than us, and you haven't seen anything about musicians. No. and So that's why but I'm hol- super curious about what the hell yeah, the show is. Holy crap. 
the difference between the book and the comic is surreal, yeah. but there are so many other things that are it, that are the it same. It keeps the fundamental like core of what the story is about, yeah. who the characters are, but uh-huh. it changes everything that they do. You know what's right. so strange is the sh- the show almost seems more grounded. It's a hundred percent, hundred percent. But this is we like, still, but there are still things in the sh- in the comic that have been translated to the show, yeah. like the talking monkey or yeah, yeah, yeah. the moon base, like, or uh, Ben being a weird Lovecraftian monster. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Umbrella Academy's uh, the comic is very the big the first like fifteen minutes of the Incredibles. Mm-hmm. Like it's very, oh, it's yeah, very yeah. classic about the like, world. Oh, there's a supervillain doing this thing, and like, uh, oh snap, that carnival ride turned into like eight robotic uh, Daleks, dis- destroyer Dalek. Or what about the, the uh, first? The pick. Eiffel Tower is actually a spaceship. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, 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 robot zombie. Robot oh yeah, with that dude in the Eiffel. Yeah. Um, the first page has a wrestler atomic the first panel. Elbow. The first panel has a wrestler atomic elbowing. Hey, a space remember alien. when Johnny Jack fought the monster from Rigel Nine? I'm like, no, what? <laughs> this is the first thing you're introducing the, me to. What is this? The comic introduces the old man, the, their father, as yeah. an as a Sir Hargreaves. Reginald Hargreaves as a mm-hmm. space alien. Whereas yep. in this, he's probably yeah, yo, person. yo. So, I, that's so like far. three pages into the comic, and I'd seen the two episodes of Umbrella yep. Academy before I started reading, and I turned to it, and I'm like. Yo, what? <laughs> That's why, like, the, this is totally different. Much like Deadly Class, where, whereas Deadly Class is is much more uh, faithful, uh, 100% direct. Edit, oh, yeah. That is a direct yeah. adaptation. Yes, uh, while still being very good, this yeah. is a very loose, very loose adaptation. But still, like, this is definitely the Brenda yeah, Academy. The, the character personalities are are or definitely intact oh, yeah. and and. Yeah. Uh, they're, I think they're mostly intact. The the like core of the personalities, yeah. but like execution wise, they're it's they're very very, they're very oh, I really, different. I really like the sequence when they're in the bank and the flashback. And oh that's, yeah, that's the flashback and not the Eiffel Tower thing. Yes, they're, yeah. I mean, they're stopping a bank robber yeah. robbery, and I think that's a really cool sequence. It, mm-hmm. Again, it's way more grounded, and like the the comic Umbrella Academy, like all of them are always wearing domino masks. <clears throat> like it's very much a like, co- superhero uh, comic. Book. What's a good example? Oh, so in the show number two. He's the one who's like, "Come on, mom, let's go back." Oh, Diego, yeah. yeah. But in mm-hmm. the comic, he's the one who's like, "Look at mom, she's look disgusting. at mom, she's a robot. She's yeah. not even a, yes. like." And it's like, dang, like there are some stark differences. Like, the yes, only yeah. one who I want because um uh shoot like in a uh, number three she yeah. doesn't want Allison, use her, yeah Allison, rumor yeah. rumor she doesn't want to use her. I also like how they all have code names like superhero code names like Diego's is the Kraken, Space yeah. Boy, Space, Space Boy, Boy is Luther, yeah. um Seance is Klaus, yeah. Seance has a great name, but they do, but in the show they don't have that. It's only their name. He straight up like flies in yeah. too, yeah. like yeah. not how he yeah. is. Yeah, and in like the show. All, like and what I love about Gerard Way, uh, if you go to his Instagram, he's doing a daily uh, recap of all the characters and doing this huge like ten thousand word thesis on like how here's a character from the comic and how it different from the show and how I think it's an improvement or a disimprovement and like every character he's going super in depth with. I just looked this up. He has no hand in the creation of the show. No, no. That's really interesting. Because uh, it's his, it's, I mean, it's creator-owned. I mean, yeah, it's just like an image book. Like, like that's also the difference, like, where Rick Remender, you see his hands He's 100% over, yeah. in Deadly, in Deadly Class. class. And, Whereas, and I think here, he's, like, total they, hands he's off. So, he, he sold his property. And and I told you this. Uh, have you watched The Haunting of Hill House yet? I have not. This is, without a doubt, 
a superhero version of that show because it's the same thing about a bunch of people coming together at a funeral with a dysfunctional past and doing mm-hmm. a bunch of flashbacks to like the core elements of yeah, who they are and why yeah. they are the way they are. Oh, he does do music for the Umbrella Academy. That's awesome. And awesome. the music's Hell really good. Yeah. And like, man, that first episode has a really awesome dancing sequence where like everyone's like dancing by themselves, I but they're that. dancing for the, together. For the, for the two of you, uh, Ryan and Ben, who've who've, who've read the whole book. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you didn't wow, finish call it. me no, out. I, I, Why don't you? I read the whole book. Yes. Okay. Um. There's an episode called "The White Violin." <gasps> Later on. Yeah. Probably. Okay. Did you read the book? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm just making sure. Okay. Um. I feel so, attacked personally. That's fair. So, I only got halfway through. This. So here, uh, we're just gonna have to talk about like this. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. So Vanya's the bad guy, and she's the reason the apocalypse is gonna happen. In the uh, book. Uh, in the in book. book. In the book. Spoilers for the book. Yes. Spoilers potentially for the show, but we don't know. Up that. to episode five. Man, I gotta tell you, like. Well, I know the ending of the don't show. Be crazy. Anybody don't cares? I ca- I care. Like I think I we all care. I care. I, I, oh, yeah, I kind of want to ride this train. And I see will. T- I will say. Don't please. I don't. Don't. Okay. No, no, I've told. I've told you already. It's different. Okay. Good. Okay. And that's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Good. Um. At, at this point, I'm like, neat, do yeah. it. Yeah. Be, be, like, I'm getting I'm, my... I'm enjoying two completely separate entities. This is like mm-hmm. uh, the difference between Full Metal Alchemist the manga and Full Metal Alchemist the first anime. Okay. Where it just went totally different yeah. what that story was about at a certain point. So um, the the interpersonal uh, character stuff, it's all pretty much the same in both books. It's just a lot of the the actual things that happen are very different. Right. Very uh, different. In the in the in the comic, Ellen Page is far Ellen Page's character Vanya is far more estranged than yes. she is in the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the show she comes back and she stays with the Umbrella Academy. Like there's some animosity there, but it's mm-hmm. not like get the hell out not of here. Not only that, yeah. she she shows more signs of caring and sincerity in the face of them being cruel to her. Yes. yes. Uh like she does when she asks Pogo to check on uh rumor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then she's like, oh, is that Luther who said that? And he's like, no, actually, that was uh, Vanya. That was Your Vanya. Sister. Hey, by the way, that monkey looks real good. It does. Yo, oh, for Netflix, Netflix money, yeah. that's pretty good. That's He is- looks better. And I can say this because I saw a clip of it earlier today from uh, the first, uh, the uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. The first, the first one movie. that they did. Uh, he looks better than Caesar in some shots. Wow. Ooh. I believe that. that Straight up, there are shots now. of Caesar that don't look as good as this. That means he's like 10 years yeah. old now? Just probably. about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, um... I think all the characters are really strong in in both books. I like obviously I'm a comic guy, so I really like the comic book nature of like of Space Boy. He looks you mentioned it. He looks like Winston from Overwatch, like a giant hulking yeah, yeah. spaceman. Yeah, yeah. Um, in space the, gorilla. In the comic, what's interesting is that we uh, we're cued into how he became part gorilla. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Far. I'm uh, not there yet, but go it's on. It's in the very beginning. No, in oh, the ver- in, the, in the very beginning, in the in the first in the first issues when we were introduced to space boy when he's in when he's on the moon um and he we see the uh the headline news uh space boy going to mars oop and then the next article and then the next headline accident and then the next headline saved uh by blah 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 and there's a monkey and him next to each okay. other and so you see oh, so you see okay. him attached to the monkey already and you're like oh that must be okay. the experimental I, I save that uh yeah. That um, uh, the doctor put uh, so performed I, on him. Yeah. They do like explain the show why Luther got so I big. I saw something you didn't. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. No, because in the show, in <laughs> I want to say episode four, they do explain how Luther got so big. Because yeah. at the end of episode three, there's this big reveal. Because the whole time, you see he's a big guy, and all his family says, Whoa, you got big. 
Is he still a monkey dude? Well, he's not fully a monkey dude, but he definitely has like cyborg stuff. No hair. Okay, as in he's hair. Yeah, he we've, lo- seen, we've seen the hair in the first and second episode when yeah. Like, he got but this time, with the knife. this time, oh, that's like, right. This yeah, time, yeah. He, his shirt is completely off, and no one knows what happened. Mm. And then it goes to this scene where he was the only one on a mission. He gets hurt badly, and then um, uh, what's his name? Diego Reginald. No. Oh, Hargraves. Hargraves. Thank you. Hargraves saves him with this interesting serum that pogo gives him and then super soldier when he grew up when he when luther wakes up he has a beard he's hulked out essentially Uzaru. and he he essentially has all this body hair that he never had before yeah so now he's like what'd you turn him into yeah and then even later on diego say dude you you turned into a monster man and luther's like so my life you suck they do the same thing in the class where they 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 introduce things from way later on, much earlier, mm-hmm. and like the stuff with. Uh, and they introduce things in the show, like they are, they introduce things later that they introduce yes. be- in the beginning like, of the uh, comic, like Luther and Allison. Like you clearly can tell in the in the show, like in the first episode, like there's a weird like romance going yeah, on. Yeah. By the way, you thought Iris and Barry were weird because they grew up <laughs> together. Boy, that's... yeah, that's definitely weird. And in the in the comic. <laughs> Uh, rumors like I heard a rumor you wanted to kiss me since you were eight years old. Boom, and I'm like, done. Wow, that's freaking kind of weird. That <laughs> you, you, are, you grew up together. Yes. All right, that happened. Yeah, Got it. Real. I mean, they're not related. All I understand, but, like, but, but you grew up like you still were weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's again. I didn't. We didn't watch all of the show, so like, I'm I'm so fascinated to see if it goes into the apocalypse stuff. Yeah. Because the stuff they're doing of Vanya in the show is really strong, and if she's more um she's more emotionally believable and relatable in the show than she is in the comic, I think, especially because Ellen Page is there. Right. Yeah. And if she turns into the villain that she becomes, the white violin, the white violin. Uh, like her whole thing is like she doesn't have any superpowers, but spoiler alert, she's actually the strongest of them all. Well, you get mm-hmm. you get cued into that in the kinda, show. Kind of figured that was coming. Yeah. In the in the beginning of the show, you get cued into that because her, her power meter is higher than all the others. Yeah, when, it's almost like a Broly thing. We're like, it's like it's like this is like a fluke. Yeah, yeah. like like Hargraves knows knows she's powerful. Yeah, but he's but he doesn't know how and how in what way. And through all their training, he's like, wow, you really are. Uh, like worthless. Yeah, and it's yeah. so sad because like the, the same line is from the show. It's He's like the worst. Yeah, what's mm-hmm. the line where it's like, why aren't I out there? Oh, because you're not remarkable in any way. Yeah, like yeah. you're not I, special. You're not special I at told all. You never and, s- and like the, the way he says it, it's like, yeah, because you're not special. Like, what do you? That's like kind of messed it's up. so sad. Also, and, the city, the city looks it, it, going into like, um, you know, kind, kind of more grounded, but also not. The yeah. city is not a a city that exists. No. No. no, it's not as like extravagant as a comic, but it's. It's almost almost like like a like if Gotham was a real city. It's yeah. not it's not like a regular city, but it's just weird. And enough. even even the the Umbrella Academy is located in a different place. It's yeah. it's a it's located between two skyscrapers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, uh, I mean, yeah. I pointed this out to you, but uh, Luther on the show uh, looks like a more grounded, realistic, toned down version of Hyde from, from League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If he wasn't all CGI, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the the way his body goes down to that tiny waist, I'm like, this reminds me a lot of that body shape. So yeah. they for hide in that, the, that whatever design. large uh-huh. arm uh-huh. was. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, some of the changes, like, um, I'm actually I'm fine with. And again, I've only watched two episodes, but like all the character stuff that's changed, like I I think works out. Like Diego, even though like for some reason he didn't like his mom in the comic, like him being the only person who likes mom in the show, like it still works out. And I believe that's part. Oh, of Oh, for character. sure, for mm-hmm. sure. Because he he's so. Yeah. Uh, He's like so uh, spaced out from everyone else. Like mom's the only person you can like relate to. It's because she's a robot. She's no, not even real. <laughs> no, I will say, I will say, I like the show more. I, th- I, I need to watch more. I really love that pilot. I think it's phenomenal. I, um, yeah, I'm not far enough in either. They most they certainly have, have 
um fleshed I feel like they fleshed out a lot of things in the show, like um the mom I like mom. Yeah. They fleshed her out quite a bit more in the show, but of course she's different in the show than she I see is. what she did there. Flesh her out. Oh, I wasn't even trying to. Yeah. So good. But sh- they put more emphasis on her, whereas in Diego Diego is like, no, she's just a robot and she's gone after a few pages. Whereas in here it's like, no, we actually care about mom. There's mm-hmm. a flashback scene with her and being their caretaker. Yeah. And it's like, what's wrong with our mom? Because she's integral into the mystery of, of the death in their show. Yeah. Whereas also... Yeah, we're not quite sure. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, we're not mm-hmm. quite sure who, or if or, anything, yeah. killed... Murdered Reginald in, in the comic, graves. It, it, it is just old age, It right? is just yeah, old age. In the comic, yeah. it's just... And it, in, the show, in the show... Don't say anything, but like, it, like they do a thing with Diego, where he's like, oh, I got the monocle. What does that mean? Yeah. Like, And I don't think Diego Tune did in it. next week. Yeah, I don't think Diego killed him, but like that adds a wrinkle there's, that there's wasn't there. No, uh, it, the no. Mon- uh, oh, nope, like, no, I don't say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Shut your trap! Now, the guy who can talk to the dead seance, seance. Uh, Klaus. he has Klaus. telekinesis in the comic yeah he can fly as he well, it up, yeah. which he doesn't seem to have in the in the show as they, of right now grounded a little more yeah definitely the so thing when he so, so i was to say um that the whole first episode he's trying to talk to reginald try to figure out if something happened and yeah. that was a great and, moment yeah it was and he just spills um, the ashes <laughs> but when he and he's really good yeah all the actors are really good that I think. guy he's been in like four things this year like he was in the purge he was in, he was in i think was he in halloween he was in some horror movie we watched yeah he was the uh boyfriend in halloween that she leaves oh, at the, yeah like he really? keeps showing up yeah. and he's That's just good he he's so good familiar. in everything he, so yeah. he um but he it's revealed that he can talk to his ben. dead brother poor ben ben <laughs> yeah and ben is um lovecraft in the comics is that his name oh 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 uh, i don't think they even say his name he's still comic. ben yeah. No, no, in the in the comic, his superhero name. Oh, 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 oh shit! No, I I'll, I'll, I'll remember. Look, yeah, look it up. I don't remember because he because I, I read these a few yeah, hours I ago forgot, too. I Damn. forgot what his superhero name was, but he. he don't worry, I've got it right. No, yeah, I, right, cool. I just have other pictures. But he had a he had a superhero name, and and it's a, it's their their it's one of their brothers, uh, who died. They there were seven, then there were yes. four yeah, because yeah. one died and then one disappeared. No, and then number five jumped into the future. Um. Oh god, I was gonna say so. Oh yeah, Klaus in the show. Holy shit! Uh, when I was saying stuff about earlier about how they they bring out they bring more character into these. Bring than out the, your than, dead. Than the six um than the six issue mini yeah. apocalypse suite which I read. Um, god damn, they put a lot more emphasis on Klaus in the show, and I kind of like it. I do too. Was I was reading the book, Klaus was. Because in the show, Klaus is a huge druggie. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is hardcore into drugs. He's always looking at drugs. He's always high. He's always he, effed he up. He literally gets out of rehab and then ends up in an ambulance with one of his ambulance guy friends yeah. doing drugs. Like, yeah. Come on, man. And at first, I'm like, why is he doing this? And oh, but that's no, that's I'm not gonna say that because yeah, that's I, a bit of a spoiler. I, I know why. It's pretty. It's pretty clear why yeah. he's doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From the from the get go. Yeah, it is. Yeah. He doesn't want to see the dead But people. the way they bring it back later, um, they reveal it later in the show. It's like, oh, yeah, if I was him, I'd probably be high as a kite as well. Yeah. His code name is The Horror. The, the Horror. horror. There, there you go. go. Okay. Might as well be but, Lovecraft. Because he basically is like a Lovecraftian like L- entity, inside, entity of inside of him. Yeah. He's like Raven. But yeah. Klaus is the black sheep of the family. I love it. Like, even the funeral scene where everyone has their black umbrella and they're all just standing. He has his pink see-through umbrella just yeah. standing there He's wearing Allison's skirt. Oh. He just doesn't when give a shit. When they pour out the ashes... It would have been more dramatic if there were wind. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Puts the cigarette out. Yeah. yeah, and then um, and then five shows up from a post-apocalyptic future where he so was the only one left. Five. A lot of people since the show's come out saying five is the perfect Damian Wayne. 
I can see it. I and that that kid's so spunky. Ooh. He is so spunky and so Ooh, so what? like full of it. He's so good in the show. I love him so much. You know what? I'd now like that, to see him as Damian Wayne. Now that you said it, I'm yeah. into it. Like there's there's the diner scene, which again happens in is it episode two or episode one? Two. But it happens no, no, one. One, one, one right. yeah. So yeah, episode one is something that happens at the very end of the comic. Like it's it's so interesting where they decide to put things. And the two agents, they're not in the comic no, they're unless they're supposed to be those two crazy sci-fi uh, laser gun dudes. But they're not even characters in the comic. They're just like, they're just there. They're just there. So, so I'm really I, curious. I was curious. I asked you if you've yeah. read the other Umbrella Academy books, um, if they are taking elements. <sighs> they they might be. Uh, uh, they might be. I'm Now yeah. I'm definitely curious to read more. Uh, I'm going to finish the show because I'm, I'm really jonesing. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, I... Based on reading the comic, I kind of wish that Reginald Hargreaves uh, in the show sounded more like um, Nigel Thornberry. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Based on his his look and setup and name yeah. and everything, I'm like, oh man, I, w- I wish you. So there's there's had that. Voice. There's something that happens at the end of this book that I really love. Excuse me. It's when Seance pretends to be Hargreaves. Oh yeah. Yeah. So so White Violin and the Apocalypse Suite, they're trying to destroy the world. They're having a big fight, uh, and Hargreaves shows up. And in Seance isn't there, but it's Hargraves, and he's talking to uh, Vanya, and he's like, "Vanya, you, I just want you to know, man, like you suck, and you've <laughs> never been cool, and everything you're doing, like you should have stopped, because like you've never been worth it." And uh, and it's it's just it's just Klaus, and he's like, "Man, I'm a really good actor. I should try being an actor." Yeah, he, he, even, <laughs> he even says like he even, he's something like, "Yeah, I couldn't channel him. Even he's, in death, he's stubborn. He's too stubborn." Yeah, yeah I think that's. Awesome, and and the fact that Vanya fell for it is like, man, I do make pretty just well. And he stops the meteor. Oh from falling. yeah, he, he, he stops, stops the meteor with his hand. He stops yeah. the moon. The moon, yeah. He pulled a Thanos. Oh, that was the moon. The, yeah. What happened was the, the apocalypse. Moon. The apocalypse <gasps> right. suite blew off chunks of the moon. And it was oh, going to okay. rain havoc on the Earth, mm. and he stops it with his telekinesis. So the apocalypse suite is is a specific set of notes. Uh, played by uh, a certain set of musicians, uh, and just the right note, like basically ends the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Vanya, who is who doesn't apparently have any talent, is actually the key to creating the apocalypse. Yeah. Her, and her her latent ability essentially is that she can play the violin. She's almost like a black bolt, but with like yeah. her violin. Yeah, yeah. She um, plays the violin like the conductor. When we first meet him in the book, he's like, "Oh, create." He looks like a madman, which is awesome. Yeah, he's cool. But when when Vanya gets her power, she cuts him in half with a single note of yeah. her violin. It's uh, and I really like the villain group too because it's it's a really interesting take. It's like we're a bunch of like a uh, murderous and evil musicians. And I'm like, that's not something you see today. That's and, interesting. And like when they're when they're doing the apocalypse suite, and like, all right, so like the the trombones and the chords, you guys take five. And they just go like, and they hey, go and kill people. You have a fourteen measure break. There they all go. pull freaking Uzis yeah, yeah. and pistols out of their jackets. I'm like, oh. I think okay. this. Uh, I think the comic has, and this isn't a, a negative against the show, but I think the comic has so much style that grounding it, like the show has, makes me just lose a little bit because that show, yeah. that comic is so fantastical. Yeah, the comic, the the, 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 the TV show is still great, but like I was just hoping for a little more fantastical. Yeah, the comic, I don't even. Ooh. I don't even think on a Netflix budget you could do yeah. what that show, what that comic strives to do yeah i think perhaps you would need a, this is the best way to do it this is the best way to do it if you're going to do it in a serialized format on television yeah, yeah. if you wanted to do it as a one-off format on as a movie yeah you probably go a little bit more crazy yep what the show is doing in regards to if you're trying if you put the show and the comic next to each other obviously they're two they're they had the same name but they're still very different they're, they are very different they feel like but they're companion also, pieces. yeah but they're also very the same Whereas it's, I, I'm going to put this as we don't have the budget to do all the grand sci-fi crazy shit, but 
we could still do it this way to still make it feel like it the belongs important in the stuff, universe. like all the character stuff. That's like oh, the, yeah. that's the really important stuff of, mm-hmm. of the comic, and that's what translates well. Yeah. I was. It's so weird because the comic is very much. Sorry, Brandon. It's mm-hmm. uh, very much a vibe of like a classic superhero like old school like i said that incredibles opening feeling like this superhero setup a little more adult but not by a lot yeah um and then the show is far more like and normally when i say grounded i'm not a fan of using that word but yeah. like it, it is a compared more to that like, comic it's w- way more realistic it yeah. is a more sincere i think a more um relatable yeah level of the storytelling because uh the comic is good yeah. but the comic is very grandiose it's mm-hmm. not the kind of thing where like you it's a you relate to it comic. Or, or, yeah. or uh find the characters very uh human and, and personable yeah. um in that manner. and while i wish it was a little more fantastical i will say grounding it does like i said before it makes the emotions more relatable uh, yeah, yeah it's it's and a like strong vanya and, like, show i feel so bad for her as in the comic like i felt bad for her but I didn't like actually feel connected right, whereas right. like Ellen Page man I feel bad because like <clears throat> that's, that's what I like yes, about the show is yeah, like I agree. some of the family members are there but man in that comic like they all abandon her So and there's just real quick man, there's right. that scene that really made me sad it's like when she tries to come and help and then she doesn't do anything and then the brother's like you need to get out of here Vanya you're useless, useless. and then yeah. and then one of the brothers is like who is that was it somebody we know he's like no it's just a worthless citizen nobody important right. and I'm like that's a family member dude yeah, are you yeah. kidding me like that was I hope that happens in the show. There's something this, like that. Well, there's this part in the show because you guys know about Vanya's book, right? Yes. Extra. Yeah, they talked about it in the show. Yeah. It's in the very beginning. So yeah. there's an opening to an episode. It's not much of a spoiler where she, you see her at a, at a store and she buys the typewriter and you see her writing the book and essentially her getting famous, the book becoming a huge seller. She's reading stuff at bookstores. She's such a hipster. But then, <laughs> <you> <laughs> typewriter. But, but then you see her family member read it and one part, because Diego always... Even in the in the book and in the show, Diego does not like Vanya. Nope. But when that book came out, he actually took her book jacket, put it on the punching bag of the gym, and <laughs> really? he was just wailing on it. Yeah. Everyone else in the family was reading it. Like you see Alston on movie set reading the book. You would see um you would see Luke So everyone did read it. Everyone This read is another it. Hill House plot. <laughs> yeah. Everyone yeah, it is. Would, yeah, it is. everyone either read it or glanced through it. Yeah. But Diego is punching the shit out of her book co- of out of her book jacket with yeah. her picture on. She he j- he taped it to his punching bag and he's just going at it. Another weird uh, character thing is like this. Mo- this show is more grounded, but they made Diego more of a superhero because his abilities were he could breathe underwater for a long time, and now he's a wanted character who could throw his knives and make them yeah. dodge and stuff. Yeah, I'm like that's right. They depowered someone and but they, upped someone else. It's power. super yeah. weird. The way, like, the way they grounded it and the way they didn't is very interesting strange it's, yeah it's, but it's it a works. fascinating setup but it, it, it feels like to me it feels like the comic to me is black hammer very black hammer oh yeah yeah it is a lot 100 like yeah. yeah so when i when i'm when i'm reading black hammer look that's but, a good comparison you, you can't do that on tv yeah. you gotta bring that down somewhere and somehow yeah. oh my god it's that is such a good comparison because like i can imagine that show and making those characters more like uh more human yeah and said so, oh that's such a good comic yeah yeah, yeah, I like Black Hammer a lot. Yeah, Just want to throw that one out there. Man, that it, is that is. I think that is a very good, like modern Umbrella Academy. Yeah, both like, Dark Horse. Yeah, that's a good man. That's another show that's probably gonna get it. Uh, man, I hope so. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of strange to say that it is grounded because it's also not. Right. Yeah. Just compared to its source material, it's yeah, yeah. Super it, looking it, looking directly at the source material, it is a very like when the first thing you see in the level. comic is a wrestler fighting an alien. 
Like this is uh, this right. is real. So they so they took out they took out the alien thing, yep. but they kept the moon base thing. They yep. took out the the telekinesis, but they gave him but weird they gave knife him powers. Weird wanted powers, yeah. yeah. Like it's it's the the give and take of like, well, they grounded this, but they added this. They grounded yeah. that, but they grounded but they added sure. this again. And that's why I'm like I'm super interested in like the rest of the show. It's, like, I think the key thing is like for anybody interested in it, if especially because the show's really great, a lot of people are watching the show. Um, Go ahead and check out the comic because it is a totally one thousand percent different experience. Yeah, like I, oh, yeah. I fully expected because I, I guess because off of Deadly Class, like yeah, yeah it's Deadly gonna, Class it's gonna is be that show. Very direct. It's literally the same. It's yeah, the same thing. De- Deadly Class is that book. Yeah. I mean, not to a T, but it's pretty. Darn it's close. one of the closest really adaptations. Close. Yeah. Certainly, the Acid King episode is like one for one. Man, that's like <laughs> it's gonna be hard to top that. For like me. the yeah. only thing I can was think of. Real, it, was that good? Oh yeah, Dude. the only thing I can think of in the Acid King episode that didn't. That that didn't happen. That was in the comic. Is the part where he slides down the palm tree. Mm-hmm. That's literally the everything only else thing is like that didn't happen. Hiding under the car with the digital mountains, <laughs> like and all that stuff. Somewhere. Whereas Umbrella Academy, if you put the show in the book, I mean, the show is a little more grounded, but you can tell it's still the Umbrella. It's just Academy. like using it as a template and then changing a lot about it, which yeah. is it, it's nice. Yeah, it's cool. Right, and it's not doing it in a way that that misrepresents the source material. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. It's a fascinating, and I kind of like that we got this so soon after Deadly Class and after we did that discussion because it is not the same situation at all. Uh-oh. There we were like, oh man, look at the comic, look at the episode, look at that, how these things line up. This is really great. This is like, man, look at that comic, look at that episode. These things are totally great and totally they, different. They're, oh yeah, example. They're great examples of both ways to do it. Yes, yeah. 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 It, it's it's a good way. To, it's a good example of well, you can you can make changes. And that's fine. And you can keep still keep the spirit. But of you the can thing. still keep the spirit yep. of it, mm-hmm. and, and, and be faithful, yeah. and that's still some, be faithful even though you're not doing it directly. Yeah, and that's something that you know a lot of people used to lobby at that you know at Marvel or at DC for sure. You know, throughout the whole thing. Well, if it's not faithful, what do you want a one to one? It's like yeah. no, we want the Change spirit. Isn't always bad. We want the spirit of what we love to still be there. We're looking at you, Zack Snyder's Watchmen. I didn't want to throw that one out there by worry, but yes, yeah, you're the, right. The the spirit isn't there. Yeah. But in Umbrella Academy, the spirit of that book is still there. It mm-hmm. still oh, feels uh-huh. like the Umbrella Academy, even though it's telling a slightly different story. Yeah. Real quick, uh, Deadly Class is available for nine ninety nine. You could buy all 10 episodes for nine ninety nine online. Boom, bam. Damn. We should do this for Happy. I've really wanted to watch I'm, that I'm show. Down. Give me a reason. I love that comic. Yeah. We've got um the the boys coming up soon. Oh, fuck. Oh my that's god! The other oh, one that we're Hell yeah, about boys! That's so another one, one where it's like the Umbrella Academy. It's like, wow, that's going to change a lot. But the boys yeah. are they seriously back in town? Yes. <laughs> Do we have any more we want to touch on? <laughs> Dang. Uh, real quick, uh, my milkshakes also bring them to the yard. Oh, that's that's good. But that's in good. daylight, they're better than yours. Oh. No, that's it. I I I, uh, I really do wish I would watch more, just because like I'm so fascinated between the changes. I'm sure that in our catch ups in the the weeks ahead, when yeah. we when we just say, oh, what'd you do? And it'll be like Umbrella Academy. That that stuff's great. Just yeah. like we're telling you, hey, by the way, Deadly Class still solid. Hell yeah. Yeah. Watch Mickey it. and I are too behind on Deadly Class. Umbrella Academy is one of those mm. things where I knew I had to watch it for the show, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll give it a shot." But after watching the first episode, I was like, "No, I kind of want to watch the second one." And yeah. then it, it became, "Oh no, I got to watch the third. Okay, I got to make dinner." And then, <laughs> and then it's like, "No, nah, let's." She then my girl Fanny's like, "Oh, you got to play Kingdom Hearts or Spider Man." It's like, actually, let's watch another episode yeah. of Umbrella Academy first. I, uh, I watched the first episode, and then I immediately went downstairs and was like, "All right, so I'm not watching this anymore until we all watch it because this is worth it. This is a show we all need to watch." All right. And uh, I'm, I'm glad for it. All right. And man, another good comic book adaptation. Like, mm-hmm. I, it's just I'm, I'm over the moon. There's I'm happy. Many. There's too many. There, I would say there's too many, but a lot of them are great. So happy birthday. Uh, this is this is definitely a positive movement of uh, 
what is capable of doing with storytelling on television, adapting from these yeah. these comics and graphic it's novels. Exactly what I, I, I really do about. like that. It's exactly what I was talking about. If you're taking some, if you're taking a story from one medium to the next, prove to me why it needs to be in the yep. other medium. This is a good example of that. One hundred percent. And I'm just glad because. This is another comic book adaptation. Of, Deadly Class of, worked too, though, even though it was totally faithful. Sorry, I, I jumped on Brandon's No, point. You're, right, right. you're right. Yeah, but I would say, would you call this like an indie book? Kind of? Yeah, oh, definitely. It's yeah, a Dark Horse it's, book. It's yeah. like, Dark Horse is indie. Yeah, but oh, yeah. it's like this and uh, Deadly Class. Deadly Class, that's indie too, right? Image, oh yeah. Yeah, where it's like, hey, these indie titles where you say comic book, people boys? think. The Boys is Dynamite. Dynamite. Good for Dynamite. Dynamite the show. Good for them. Yeah, right. But Good still, this Dynamite. is I want because I've been noticing it because obviously we get our Daredevils or Jessica Jones, our, <laughs> our Titans and all that all that jazz. We get like the superheroes. At least you named ones, one that was there. The <laughs> ones that everyone knows. Yeah. But then you're getting these other great um, lesser known titles that are getting these amazing. And Umbrella Academy, like I, Netflix, doesn't yeah. always release their numbers, but like it's doing real well. You know yeah. what? You know what else is the lesson that I'm hoping future comic book adaptations are learning from Deadly Class and Umbrella Academy. Hmm. It is quality, not quantity. Oh, Thank the episode you. Look at you, CW episode superhero shows. Hell yeah. yep. Quality, not quantity. Half those, half I will the watch. I will watch Umbrella Academy and Deadly Class anytime before I watch the CW superhero shows uh, by choice. Not to say that I'm not still watching them. I am. But <laughs> I prefer these kinds of stories because yeah. I, I can look at it and be like, man, look at all this, all these great things. There's no lulls. It's all got all this strong content. Love There's it. There's no filler. Quality is what's important, not quantity. Yes. Right. All right. Hell yeah. Well, let's uh, wrap this up, I guess. Wrap it yeah. up. All right. And so our book club this week is <laughs> no. Umbrella Real- Academy Volume 1, which we've already discussed. <laughs> you mean Umbrella Academy, the Apocalypse <laughs> Suite? So listen, there's an alien. He's from Rigel 9. So next week, <laughs> we will have a book club as originally scheduled. Ryan, it's yours. Hey, my name's Ryan Eliopoulos. I feel like I haven't done that in a while. And I wanted to pick a book from my one of my favorite writers, Matt Fraction, because he's been gone from the superhero world, and I grew up grew up like I was a teenager reading his shit I have an Iron Man tattoo for him I'm picking the book Sex Criminals written by Matt Fraction drawn by Chip Zdarsky uh, this is a, an award winning book it's one of my uh, I think it's one of the funniest books I've ever written uh, this book is it's being optioned for a TV show that Matt Fraction is writing uh, I love it I think you guys will like it it's pretty good I think uh, I own it real All quick right. real quick sex, sex Criminals is about people who have sex and they can stop time and they rob banks because of it Oh shit. and the sex police come after them <laughs> And they have dildos as batons. It's incredible. <laughs> it's actually a really sweet story about uh, uh, being lonely and like finding someone that you relate to and love. I don't know why it's after Superman and Spider-Man. Because cause you you Superman and Spider-Man before you sex criminal. Because you don't know how to spell. Apparently. It's after get... Serenity. Anyway, Brandon has it. Yeah, It's I a great it. book. I intended to read it. And I never I guess what? It. It's time. Yeah. Oh my God, this book is so good. All right. I'm holding it now. What's volume one called? Hold on. What's it called? Volume one? It's on the side. One weird trick. There you go. Hell yeah. All right. That'll do it then. Uh, next week, it will be a review of Captain Marvel. Oh my God. I am Marvel. Uh, MCU number 21. Oh my God. It's oh legal Lord. to drink. Oh Lord. Uh, we, as we implied earlier, we have a we have an interview coming out on Wednesday. I'll Hell put that yeah. up on Wednesday for Chris Swindle. Uh a voice actor for James P. Sullivan on Kingdom Hearts 3. Woo-woo! Look for that. It's really good. And uh, Mythalanius. really good. Mm-hmm. Also, hopefully Mythalanius <clears throat> will come out on Wednesday. Mythalanius, We got a new episode. Uh, you should check out our last episode in which Brandon told us all about Thanatos, the god of death. Which I listened to, by the way. Oh, the nice. god of death. What'd yeah. you think? Oh, d- damn, I feel bad for Thanatos. Everyone's getting Haiti shit. And it's like, there's, an, <laughs> there's a Greek god. There's, yeah, nobody talks about him. No, one, nobody talks about him. No, he's yeah. not. I always thought... I knew he was this a is, There's a similar... 
similar problem with Anubis that we'll talk yeah. about. Uh, I, the God of Death Anubis? Egyptian. Like, yeah, that's after not listen, right. Either. After I'm going to stare at you this whole time. I hate you. that episode, I feel kind of bad for Thanatos. He's got he's got the shaft. Yeah, yeah he, he did. Think about it. And he's all... He, More he, like the scythe, but I get yeah, you. Yeah, he's got the scythe. Oh, boy. We're a Funko affiliate. Uh, you can find us on Funko. No, you can't. You can click you, the link in the description. Go to you Funko. You can find us on Funko. Buy your own Ryan Eliopoulos pop figure. Wow. That was a goal I had one day. I got a beard. I was gonna, you wanted uh, us to be pop figures? No, I was going to buy you guys pop figures for Christmas. Aww. They were too expensive. Yeah, Aww. that makes sense. Um, we are, maybe uh, one day. Maybe. Uh, we have a Funko affiliate uh, link, so click the link in the description. Use promo code SHOP10 uh, for 10% off your purchase. Hell yeah. Uh, we also have a Patreon. You can check that one out. T Public. We have some shirts on T Public. Uh, fake Nerd logo shirts and miscellaneous logo shirts. Really cool stuff, I think. Uh, those look really good on shirts. I have to say uh maybe some new ones that we're hoping to to collaborate with a with an artist friend of ours to get some get some designs Ooh. we're thinking of a don't be a dick shirt or a Ooh. casey casual shirt uh we're thinking about some cool fun oh my god what is casey uh, casual fun of our some, some fun of our uh, casey logos. casual wears sandals with socks don't put that out there <laughs> i'm just saying that's what a casual that's i would what never casey casual. i would never wish that on anyone yeah because you're not a casey casual never wish that on them. Oh, my yeah. worst enemy i would i would really like to to put something out there related to the casey casual that's one of my favorite <laughs> things that's ever cut he wears his shorts like way too top like way too no. high up so his knees are showing way too much like, oh. like oh, i was thinking about just like i'm a casey casual oh, not okay. like a person oh no yeah. I'm, I'm picturing like an art figure of like a i'm person imagining listening to the fake nerd podcast yeah. Because they're a fake nerd, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, uh, being a Casey Casual, I'm so happy oh. that's taken I'll, off. That I'll discuss so this happy. with I'll discuss this with our friend. <laughs> uh, I don't want to say who it is in case uh, it doesn't it's happen. Denzel Washington. Yes. Uh, what an artist. <laughs> thank you, thank you to everyone who listens. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you to Jamie Velucci who does our um, uh, intro segment. Thank you, Jamie. Logo, whatever he does. You can find him at Instagram on Jeremy Vellucci Keyboards. Uh, you can find the show, Suburban Proctologist. I'm oh, sorry, I turned to a very funny page in Sex Criminals. Oh. It's going to be the whole book, baby. You can find the show, Suburban Proctologist, on iTunes, Facebook.com slash Suburban Proctologist Official, Instagram at Sex Podcast. Did you want to say what it is, right? There's uh, a sex sparks? move described in here called the Chocolate McKitten. Yeah. Oh, dude, there's a whole, is it the whole page of sex moves? Yeah, it's the whole Oh, page. yeah, that's a great page. That's All next week, right. baby. Uh, next week's going to be a rated R show. Little sizzle. <laughs> thank you to our <laughs> thank you to our um, logo so designer, gross. Mike Matola, good friend Mike Matola. Thank you, you Mike. At Mike Matola. Uh, Mike, Mike, Mike. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Fickner Podcast. Fickner guys at gmail.com. If you'd like to get in touch with us personally, I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter, Ryan. I'm at Zombie Robot Gustav Eiffel. I'm at DJ Tony Snark. Sparks. I'm at Sparks Witty on Instagram, S P A R K Z Witty. I have destroyed my Twitter. Instagram, SPKRZ Witty. Only on Instagram because I just, I wasn't doing it. Ben. I still haven't destroyed my Twitter, but it's BenManica27 for both. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick on that Twitter note, uh, one person, one listener messaged me on that Twitter, and I'm real sorry I didn't see it. <laughs> uh, Joey's on. Uh, Joey's on is my best friend from high school. <laughs> Joey's on. Thanks for listening. Thanks, I Joey. I appreciate what you said about the Spider-Man sequels. Love you, dude. Uh, real sorry. Uh couple years late on this <laughs> thanks man i love real, you joey i'll, I'll, real, I'll text early, you later real early episode subscribe to us on itunes stitcher google play tune in spotify iHeartRadio. radio rate and review wherever you get us we greatly appreciate it until next time guys stay fake nerds